Hello and welcome to the Computer Game Show. I'm your host, David Turner. There is no Matt Murray and no Sean Bell this week, unfortunately. So, I'm as, uh, unfortunately, the next person on the list has to be James Farley. Hello. All right. And um, we've shipped in Gary Dutton again. Yes, I'm um, back. There was Hello. a lot of reaction when we announced your name, Gary. I don't know if you saw it on Twitter. <laughs> no, Saying, I didn't. What about tomorrow? Was the, <laughs> was the, yeah. the lead? Yeah, uh, that happens a lot. That to was me. the trending subject. Um, yeah, no, uh, tomorrow. You know the stuff I said about tomorrow last week. It was a joke. You don't think I seriously got mad at him? Um, <laughs> people think there's beef now. That's what seems to happen on Twitter. Everyone seems to, unless you're being all best mates and going, "Oh yeah, great, I love you," then uh, they think there's beef. There's no beef. Um, uh, Tamor's just been in Japan, hasn't he? So he couldn't join us. And not only that, we only found out this morning that Matt couldn't make the show this week. So I always feel. Gary, have you ever been in a position on your show where you've had to approach guests to ask them to come on? Yeah, usually kind of a last minute thing. And you don't want to be like, um, thing is, there's no one else around, so it's can horrific, you do it? it? The, whole, yeah. the whole thing's horrific. You, you know, you worry about what they're thinking when they receive it, and then you worry that every message... We've had a few people that we've been trying to get on that suddenly just stopped replying to our messages, <laughs> and that, that sends me into like a week-long depression. Then you have people like uh, Sam White will go, yeah, yeah, I'll cut. I love Sam White, don't get me wrong. He, he, I cracks me up, I love the bloke. But <laughs> when he goes, yeah, yeah, I'll come on, and then like two days before, nah, I ain't going to do that, actually. Oh, fuck, fuck you! Yeah, um, that's, that's a <laughs> common emotion with Sam White. <laughs> Just fuck um, you! Yeah, and there's people that are genuinely um, haven't been able to make it, and it's a bit gutting, but we're, we're still plugging away. Um, Gary, we got on board quite early this week because we knew Sean was out. He's in Wales. Um, Choice Matt numero was uno, thing, baby. So. Yeah, I didn't want to turn around to people just go, yeah, do you want to be on my podcast tonight? It just seems a bit like... <laughs> well, there's that one guy who won't be happy that I had, was listening last week, and some fucker was like, oh, this is a tough listen. Who was that? <laughs> Giving it a well, tough listen. Are you sure that's directed at you and not the lack of me? Well, I suppose we'll find mm. out this week, won't we'll we? Find out, yeah. Do, do do tweet in again. Just just confirm. <laughs> do tweet. Was it me? <laughs> Otherwise, I'll just keep coming back. <laughs> well, let's see how you fare this week. Um, <laughs> we had quite a bit of feedback to last week's show, didn't we, James? We did. Yeah, there was a um, couple of things. See, one of the things I want to ask I mean, about with this, yeah. I've got to well, ask. How was the sound quality last week? Because as you know, I, I don't bother listening back to this. You didn't listen, Gary. Uh, did you listen to last week's show? Yeah, I didn't think it was too bad. I, I heard the disclaimer, it? and I thought I can hear it. Yeah, That's it's right, isn't it? It was, it was like, like basically I cleaned up the audio, like sort of spent some time getting the audio clean and sort of levelating it and stuff. And um, you don't know how close last week's show uh, came to not coming out. Basically, uh, I mean, James, you could tell the story if you want. Well, I mean. The thing was, was it, was it on Tuesday we got like panicked messages from you saying like, "How do you recover files and audacity?" Is this yep. this is kind of what you were saying, and like then you were like, "It's gone, it's all gone. I don't know where it is." <laughs> and uh, yeah, then we had the whole thing about you know trying to see if we could get it back um, as we went through with me, like you know obviously like earlier on in the show, and uh, yeah, then I mean, fortunately you were saved by the backup. You know, this time. And you were only uh, saved not by even that. that. Right. So what happened was um I exported I like I've even got audio from last week's show. 
uh, the, the backup recording where I'm turning around and saying, like, just about to go to bed and say, right, I'm I'm just exporting now. I'll see you in a bit. I'm going to bed. And um, I exported the file. I come back to my computer the next day and it was gone. Um, and I went to look at the backup and that was gone as well. So fuck knows what happened hang to on, my computer. On. You didn't tell us the backup was gone. I did, yeah. If you read the read the group chat, I, I did mention in there that the backup had gone. But luckily, I loaded it onto my iPhone that morning and was able to get it back off it and onto the hard drive. Everything, like, but it was as if the Monday night just didn't happen. Um, my computer seemed to roll back and uh, and then it crashed while I was trying to um, uh, put the podcast together. So there was obviously something fucking wrong with it, but it weren't right into disc. So, so yeah, a bit of a bit of a problem. I mean, Matt made a very good point. I should have saved the project file. I usually do, but because I exported there and then, you have yeah. to do that every time. I mean, after after what has happened before. I'm totally paranoid with this. I've, I save the project file. I back it up to the cloud. I've got loads of things so that you don't give me grief. And then, well, yeah, but you then did this. you, but but then you don't <clears throat> run the test beforehand. We've been through that as well. That's not and that, true. I always run the test. But you didn't run the test where it was coming through your internal mic, did you? I did, but it still sounded all right. It's you, look, we've already been through this. <laughs> so this is this is okay. This so is what? about you, not me. Like, right, you, okay, fine. <laughs> I'm willing to take it. Go on, carry on. But because well, the thing is, right? Is I mean, how did it disappear? This is what I want to know. That's what like, I want to know as well. But files don't just disappear. That's the kind of thing my dad says. Like you know, he just says, "Oh, it was there earlier." And it's like, no, obviously you deleted it or whatever, and you're just lying. It's like, yeah, no, that's what I did. I deleted it. What? Why would I delete? Well, ask yourself this. <laughs> yeah, but files uh, don't just Sherlock. go missing. Files don't just go missing just like that. I don't. I, I make James. I don't know what to tell you. I like. I mean. I tell you what, right? Let's let's say I deleted it. Let's say I deleted the backup and I deleted the main file. Um, I apologise. I, I I mean the reason the show was bad last week uh, in terms of sound quality. I mean it weren't really bad because I did a lot of work to get the um the backup file sounding pucker. Um, but the reason it was lower than you know the usual standard uh was because of me. I apologise for that, James. Yeah, that's I won't fine. let it happen again. That's, I'm really pleased that it's you've apologised. But also, oh, cool, maybe cool. you no, maybe you can apologise to me now for the fact that you made a mistake this time. No. And these things do happen sometimes. And no, it's no, just the, an accident. The mistake just... you make, the mistakes you make, one um, completely ruined the show because you were talking because you thought the mute, uh, mute button was on. And you should have And, and two, it, it, it meant that we couldn't put out a show one week. So I'd say I'd say there's different levels of fuck-ups, right? Mine no, because was... you, you didn't... Okay, in that case, if we want to yeah. go back to that, why didn't you make a backup of those shows in the beginning? Why didn't I make a backup of those shows in the beginning? Yeah, when we oh, were first because started, I didn't realise I was working with fucking idiots. I think that was the <laughs> that that was the problem. Um, and then it turns out I am working with a fucking idiot. I know and yourself, you know, because of I mean, you did it already this last week. James, I don't know what to say. I've already apologised. Do you want me oh, to apologise again? It's, no, I want no, you I to apologise again if you want for this. I'm sorry. I'm not apologising to you. Here's the thing as well, right? You know when you fuck up at work, right? Well, say, no matter what job you're in, if you're working in Sainsbury's or if you're working uh, at a lawyer's, you know, and you make a mistake um, and your boss gives you shit, right? You think, oh, yeah, no, I'm getting shit from my boss here because I fucked up. When they make a similar mistake later down the road, you don't call them on it because they're your fucking boss, all right, you're, James? You're not my boss. <laughs> and also, I don't respect you. So it's like, that's what... <laughs> 
you not respect me? I've literally dragged you out of Xbox Live because that's where I met you. I've dragged you out of Xbox Live and given you a name and people listen to your voice given now. You Do you name. not understand? There's, there's no name. I, I'm under no illusion the difference. that I'm, I'm nobody on here at all. And How it's can like... you not respect a man that started off on Rapid Share and then had his own um, radio show and then went on to take on the internet the way I did. How can you not respect <laughs> me? On the internet. This oh, is yeah. a bit like the end of The <laughs> Apprentice I mean? when the two people are like fighting the corner for why they should stay in the process. <laughs> James would get fired though, right? Straight away. It'd I'll be, be like, totally happy with that. It's fine. Yeah. Alan Sugar would be like... Sugar would do that bit where he goes, right, James, tell me why you should stay on this podcast. Go. Uh, I, I'm not really that bothered, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're such a fucking liar. You love it. And Sugar would be like, you made it, this James. really easy for me. Uh... Never mind the podcast, you're a arse cast. Get out, and then that'll be it. Then I'd say thank you for the if opportunity. If five from that room, it would be Alan Sugar. Yeah. <laughs> He's losing the gift of the gab there, Den- uh, Denton. Denton. Fuck. I, that's not going to be the first time I do that either. I'm that's that's one, of those, um, one of those rare occasions where they didn't write anything for him that week. Like the week on Twitter <laughs> that someone, ins- he, um, someone insulted him on Twitter. And his response was, uh, catch up, wank. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought, that's amazing. That wasn't written for him. Never heard him say he that on the show. Man. You know amazing. he's sitting there as well thinking, I could be prime minister. I could actually <laughs> be prime minister. Um, yes, yeah, so, sorry, James, I apologise, but watch your fucking mouth in front of me. I think that's <clears> the <throat> lesson we've learned this week. Um, and it won't happen again. Uh, uh, but just, you know... Show a little bit more respect. Um, we also had uh, a few other things happen. I think we should probably go to this because uh, Insert Coins sent a message uh, to our Twitter feed, which is Computer Game Pod, saying, I don't want to be that guy, but the PlayStation Move controller absolutely does have a thumbstick. Now, this comes from Matt Murray saying that it would have, you know, why didn't they have a thumbstick to play? What was it? Robinson the Journey? And Whatever, there was yeah. a bit of chat about this tweet uh, within our group chat. So I th- and, and Matt seemed pretty passionate about his point of view on this uh, this bit of feedback here from Insert Coins. And I'm absolutely bummed out that he can't be on the show. So I thought, fuck it, I'm going to call him now. While I'm calling him, you can't, you can't. He obviously can't hear you guys, right? So if you want to say anything, I'll pass it on. But let's. Let's see what he was... Um, he's been dying to comment on this tweet. So let's see what's happening. Hello? Matt, it's Dave. Dave. Right, we're, we're doing um, follow-up. First of all, oh, we'll po- yeah. apologise to people that you're not here. Oh, yeah, sorry. I've got um, a poor daughter, leaky roof. Um, no need to go on. This sounds hey, like you don't Dave, want to Dave, join... Could you, could you say to Matt, if he was really committed, he'd be podcasting in the garage. Right, uh, James says that if you were really committed, you'd be podcasting in a garage. <laughs> I, I would do, but we had to cut it just because of the leak. So, sorry, James, that excuse does not apply to me. <laughs> well, the thing is, I've got a theory that you've made this all up because you don't want to join James's little attack against me for last week's show. Well, what, what, what was that again? Oh, what, when you fucked the audio up? Well, <laughs> when the computer <laughs> deleted the files. I'm not here to... Yeah, the computer deleted when the files. When the computer deleted yeah. the files. Oh, the computer delete. I can't believe we're still doing this. It's episode like thirty-three, and you still you're still not saving a project file. Yeah, I I totally agree <laughs> with you. That was just stupid. I thought mental. I'd. It's mental. It's 
mend all day, but we moan a fire. You moan a fire every week, Matt. But, Matt. Matt. No. I am totally with you there. I'm totally with you there. I fucked up. I apologise to you personally. That was a stupid mistake. I I thought I'd exported it. Well, I mean, I had exported it, but then the files are gone. I I apologise. That was my fault. It won't happen again, Matt. But I'm, I'm sorry. Good. Um, Right, okay, so follow up. We had this tweet in from Insert Coins that said, uh, I don't want to be that guy, but the PlayStation Move controller absolutely (laughs) does have a thumbstick. Um, I know you were quite passionate about this, and you know about I don't know anything about this shit. So do you want to explain? Because you just went, he's wrong. He's absolutely wrong. So what's the deal? Well, yeah, so um, on on last week's show, I did say that uh, the Move controller does not have a thumbstick. The Move controller doesn't have a thumbstick. Just let that be clear. Uh, into coins. Um, there is also for PS3 they released a navigation controller which does include a D-pad and a thumbstick. That well, while that is officially supported by um, PSVR, because it's not tracked, it, it doesn't. Um, it, it can't be tracked um, in terms of motion sensing. So it doesn't have a light on top, so it can't be tracked with a camera. Um, yeah, devs are basically using the, the standard move controller with the light ball on top, not the navigation controller. So, so, so is no one using the navigation? Is no one using this navigation? Can is any game supporting it at the moment? Uh, no, it's it's officially supported by but um, but um, by by PS4 and by PSVR, but no devs are supporting it. And I, I'm going to assume that Sony is saying that if you want to do any sort of tracking, just track the move controllers and find alternative ways to move about. Right. Okay. So that's the response. Yeah, yeah that's the official response. Uh, but, uh, one sort of um, caveat to that is that obviously um, there's a game called Farpoint coming out next year. It's an FPS that um, they're releasing an aim controller of that, which is a gun, and that actually does have uh, an analog stick on the gun uh, to sort of get around it. But um, that, that isn't a move controller, and it's not a navigation controller. So uh, I, I was definitely right on that one. Right, and um, finally, because I can't be bothered to do it at the end, do you just want to say uh, where they can follow us and about our YouTube channel? No, it's all right. All right, okay, that's him gone. Um, right, so uh, let's move on. Let's move on to news then. Um, right, so what's happened this week? There's been a few, a few bits of news uh, pop up. I, I mean, the Titanfall Two stuff continues to absolutely fascinate me. Um, I can't remember, and if you if you can remember uh, a game like this, then please email in. I can't remember a game this good and this critically well received. That uh, to come out with such a poor sales figures. Like, when was the last time a, a game like this came out and, and just bombed this hard? It was number seventeen in the charts this oh. week. Seventeen. Oh, fucking great. I think what the most surprising thing is that it's not. You know, you get those sort of games, but it's usually because they don't have shooting in them, or they don't have soldiers, or they don't have gruff lads or that kind of thing you know and it's and it's considered less marketable so something that's really critically acclaimed but it's never going to sell well you know that's not new but to have it on something like this it's you know giant robots and shit should be like a guaranteed hit shouldn't it big fucking robots shooting each other i don't i don't understand not only that it's it's off the back of the debut game that had such good reviews anyway and then you've got a system full of players that weren't able to play that so you know i'd have thought the ps PS4 players would be all over it. I mean, it's not the only game to not sell too well uh, in this period. You, you know, you've got Watch Dogs 2 that got that got rave reviews, um, and then you've got... What, what was the other one? There was Watch Dogs 2, and there was another big game that got excellent Dishonored. reviews. It was Dishonored 2. Dishonored 2 didn't yeah. do too well, did it? It, it, it sold yeah. less than it's um, uh, than the first game, which I, I don't know. I, like, also, I'm, I, 
Call of Duty Infinite hasn't sold like as well as some um, like previous entries either. Yeah, and That's did down. that 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 got quite a decent um critical reception as well, right? Yeah, it's I mean, kind of it wasn't bad. You know. It's still top of the charts, though. I don't think you could put that in the same league as uh, as mm-hmm. these other games. I mean, it hasn't sold uh, as well as uh, previous years. But then you've got things like Battlefield. Battlefield absolutely smashed its targets on release, you know. Um, and maybe it is just like first to the post, you know. That game come out, people bought that game, and they're okay with for shooters for a little while. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. maybe people are just fatigued with just like military. You know, not I don't mean military shooters, but like future stuff with robots and stuff. Because I don't I. I'm not convinced by that. Um, I wonder if it's I'm not just, convinced by that. I think I don't know whether we can our sort of time of life and our, and our age and and the way we buy and play games now is is different to the way a lot of younger people do. But it just I just wonder. I mean, the, re- the reason I haven't picked it up is I'm just thinking. Well, I've got far too many games on the go. Just picked up Batters. That's you know. Do I need another multiplayer shooter? I mean. I know it's I know it's good. I know it's good, but where am I going to find time for all of that? And I don't yeah. know whether you can sort of actually sort of apply that to younger younger folk who are younger folk. Fucking hell, listen to me. Jesus Christ. Younger folk. Younger folk. You've got who, to think about the younger folk. But then I guess like they yeah, they have more time to play, but then they don't necessarily have more money to buy everything. So once they've got one, if you've got those three, because they came out within a week of each other, didn't they? Like Battlefield, yeah. Tights Two and um COD, right? Like, yeah. like like a week between each one or something like that, wasn't it? So that just seems t- like too much and too close. And so once you, you pick one, it tights may be really good, but it doesn't carry the name that Battlefield has. And then once you've bought that, that's, you know, you're going to be happy with that, with that for at least a while. And then it's just the, the interest is just going to sort of die off, isn't it? I don't know. And it's, then, I, it's, it's, so also, frustrating. it's so frustrating for me because I, I, I play COD and I can see why people like it you know the speed the quick the quick draw stuff yeah you know it, again that feels like an arcadey sort of game it, it feels completely different to what battlefield offers um but then i just look at titanfall 2 and i just think that's a very very similar thing you know you would yeah. expect fans yeah, of that to, style of game to to but, also like titanfall and <laughs> it's incredible titanfall 2 is incredible yeah but to what extent does it like not have it hasn't got the same like brand recognition as like COD has. Well, this yeah. is it though. Like, but yeah, but this is what I'm saying. It's like it's not called Call of Duty. Yeah. You know, I. It's as if they need to be sh- like you need to shake these people and say it's made by the people that made the good Call of Duties. Do you not understand <laughs> this? Like you know those Call of Duties that you fucking loved. It's these guys. Um. Because <laughs> didn't didn't the original Titanfall? It didn't do. It didn't do like amazingly, did it on Xbox One? It like, did well in, enough. Um, it did, it, I mean, like, it's, it, it started off okay, but then it like it tailed off pretty quickly from what I, what I, th- I read. I think that was a bit of a myth. Um, that that did the round. Ra- I mean, I bought it. I think two months after release, maybe a little bit longer. Um, and it was still going strong. Um, and I mean, I played it for a year. I was still getting games, and as John said when he was on the show a few weeks ago, like he was getting games leading up to the. Uh, launch of um, Titanfall 2. Now, that might have just been a bump for people getting excited for the second game. I don't know. Um, and it's it's not like we're struggling to get games in Titanfall 2 yet. It's just when you, like, when you're seeing it slip down the charts that, that far, um, and then today when it's it sort of leaks that HMV are going to be selling it for 19 99 on Black Friday. Yeah, we need to talk is, about that. Yeah, 
well, we could go on to that if you want. I mean, I, mean, I want to talk about this um, Vince Sempella uh, interview on Glixel, but uh, do you want to come back? What do you, what do you want to do first? Should we do the, the Glixel interview first? Yeah, because that was, that was have, really interesting. Have you read it? Yeah, yeah, I've read it. See, because, I mean, I don't know if Vince would ever hear this bit of audio. Probably not. I then maybe there's some sort of you know ego in my head thinking that, that he might stumble across this at some point. Nah. But I just hope he knows that he's made a fucking excellent game, and there are fans of this game that literally can't believe what is going on here. Like literally doesn't understand what the fuck EA are playing at, and what the fuck um, is going on with the public for not just. This should be top of the charts for fucking ages. In my opinion, I understand, right? Okay, all Everything I say on this show is my opinion and can be challenged. That's what the fucking feedback bit is for at the start of the show. Email in if you disagree with me. I'll I can't what, believe you, this is not huge. You have begun to put me off the game a bit because you, you've got Why? you've gone quite Dark Souls about the game. It's like, because <laughs> you've been just on and on and on about it like for ages. You know, you, you know, you get that thing sometimes where it's like, if people just go on about something for so long... You start to just feel, ah, I don't know, this, this, yeah, this can't be that great. But I'm going to buy it. But um, you know, it's uh, <laughs> it, you, you've gone a bit Dark Souls about this, Dave. I don't it's, know what uh, to say to you. I, I, I don't know what to say. Like, I'm not. I can't. I can't compare it to. Like, I love Battlefield uh, One, and I played that uh, this week, um, and I've you know fucking loved it all over again because it's a, it's an excellent game. There's no doubt about it. I'm not saying Titanfall Two is better than this game. It's a totally different experience. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is that it's it's fucking excellent, and I, I feel that I need to. And you're probably right. You probably can compare it to Dark Souls fans because, um. You know, Dark Souls, when it came out, was a bit of a hidden gem. It had these followers on from Demon Souls and people that had heard about that game and sort of picked it up, but it didn't really explode until a little bit later down the line, right? With Titanfall, it feels like when you're looking around and seeing people not talking about it and talking about, you know, games, lesser games, I'm going to call them, you... it. Like you want to shake people and say, you know, you need to play this. You need to yeah, play this. You're, I, okay, you're saying lesser games though, but I mean, have you played Dishonored two? I'm joking, and no, and I want to play Dishonored two. Like most of these other games, so you don't know why people have made the choice to buy those instead. No, no, I t- I totally get that, right? I I totally get that stuff, and um and Watch Dogs two, it sounds amazing as well, and I can't wait to play that. Um, I'm I'm specifically talking about you know. You look at the charts and you'll see Call of Duty up there for weeks and weeks and weeks now. And I'm I'm playing one of the best fast-paced action first-person shooter multiplayer games I've played in years. And I'm thinking, how is this not up there? How is this dropping mm-hmm. like in the charts? This isn't a case of Evolve or um or Battleborn. You know, this is a, a fucking beautiful package um that's I, I I just don't get it. I don't understand. It's the first time, like usually when you play a game that well, when I play a game that I think is absolutely incredible, like genuinely incredible, I I kind of expect it to be sort of a little bit better received. And this is the first time where I'm kind of I'm scratching my head, thinking what is what what have they got to do to get people to play this game? I don't get it. Um, and going back to this interview on Glixel, um. Uh, Vince Pella is I I guess he's the he's a top dog over at Respawn, I yeah. think. Yeah, he's um, the yeah, he's the he's the lead, isn't he? It's uh, yeah. I mean there was a it was an interview about the game and you know and 
Uh, I mean, it's a great interview. Go and check it out. It's on Glixel.com. Um, but the last the last moment in it is um, <laughs> is something special. Uh, so the interviewer asked, will you make another Titanfall game? He replied, we don't know yet. The game is critically a huge success. We're really happy with uh, all the rewards and positive sentiment. Sales is too early to tell. We'd definitely like to tell more of the story and the universe. Uh, I think it's pretty safe to assume that we'll explore more of it. EA might have uh, announced more. Devin, and he turned to the publicist at EA who was sitting with him, uh, Devin Bennett, who says, what we've said is we're committed to the franchise. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then came the, the quote, so whatever the fuck that means. Um, <laughs> which I love. I think that's brilliant. I, th- I think it's great because... Um, uh, Respawn have a lot of hardcore fans on their side and seeing stuff like that just confirms what we all know. You know, there's people... I, I've been looking at... Um, uh, so this made news everywhere, right? It was all over the websites and you look through the comments and there's people going, well, they did this to themselves, releasing it between Battlefield and Call of Duty. And mm-hmm. I just want to get on oh, there and become one sake. of those YouTube rage people. <laughs> and just going, no. I mean, they've said in the past, this was not their decision to release it in this time slot. They were given a release date and that's when they're releasing it. Yeah, oh, I mean, from that interview, you really get the... Imp- I mean, if, if it seems really busy. And you kind of understand why, because it feels a bit like EA screwed them with this, you know, like, because, I mean, EA knew that Battlefield was coming out, so it's like, you know, they could have put it a bit later or a bit earlier or something. But I don't know, the the only thought process I can understand is that obviously EA make more money out of Battlefield than they do um, Titanfall, and maybe they were trying to screw it. I don't know, I don't get it. Why would they do that? What's the point? I have no idea, James. All I know is when you look at the results, Battlefield 1 sold a billion copies and Titanfall 2 didn't. I, I, that's the, I mean, when you look at the results, they're very favourable for EA. Um, but I, I don't know. They still would have made money out of Titanfall. I, I don't get it. I just do not get it at yeah, all. There's no- do, you, um, do, you think, do you think this would have been better if they'd have released this like after Christmas or something? Like in a sort of a lull period, like left I it don't for a know. bit. Uh, I don't know. Probably. I mean, in the the Doom time slot would have been good. Um, you know, Doom did very well, didn't it? And Doom was amazing. Sounds and was uh, and it was an excellent game. Um, and it's. I, I mean, it would have been interesting to see if Doom had come out between those two titles. Would it have done as well? Um, no, that would have been screwed. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's got mu- It's got more. Um, it's got more of a name, isn't it? I mean, Doom I is know, a, a name that it people still, recognise. When Doom came out, it was still a bit of a shock, though. Like, people were shocked at how good oh, it yeah, was. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, because uh-huh. it was in developer hell for, for a while, right? Yeah. Um, it took a, a, a while to actually come out. Um, so, yeah, so the, the, then it was sort of leaked online this morning that um, uh, HMV were going to be selling it for $19.99, and I found a photo uh, it was posted on Rollmuck, stolen from Hot UK Deals, I think someone had posted it up. Yeah. Um, and I sort of just slung it on Twitter and I, I I assumed everyone had seen it or whatever. And I just said, look, this is gutting, but <laughs> buy it. And my point was, was that, yes, this is horrible that this game that's out for two weeks, like has been out for two weeks, is they've obviously not sold as many copies as they want. So now they're shifting them for £20. Um but at the same time, the more people on there, the better, because I think they really need to slash the pipe price, get people out there buying it, and then fucking hope that sort of has a knock-on effect in the new year when people want to, when they get their new consoles and they want something new to play, and they turn to their friend and say, what game should I buy? 
and their friend says, fucking tight for what you're doing. <laughs> Tats, mate. Um, yeah, I, I, so I, I slung it out there and then it got picked up uh, by by um, a few websites and then I started getting angry tweets at me. Like That's the instant thing because it's happened a few times now where one of my tweets has um, been picked up on a few, in a few places. And the first thing you get is the fucking arsehole replies. Like, do you remember, James, when I tweeted about the upcoming PS Plus game? Yeah. It accidentally updated on uh, the PS4. I think it was uh, Oli Oli 2. Yeah. Um, that was, the was coming to PS Plus. And basically, someone had found what well, was it? It was uh, Chet Roivas. He'd found deep in the sort of PlayStation store Oli Oli 2, and it had PS Plus version written next to it. So he took a photo and sent it to me, and I tweeted it. And then the angry messages I got this is so clearly fake. Fuck you. What are you doing? Rah, rah, rah. And uh, James thought it was hilarious because it was someone abusing me for once. <laughs> you were rooting <laughs> for the guy. Um, well, yeah, same thing happened. Oh, I just went to, I just went to the shop, you idiot. And it's still selling for 50 quid. Fake. And I'm, well, I didn't. It's not an advert. I'm not telling you to go and buy it. I'm just passing on this image oh, of some clear advertising. Okay, I've got something to say about this. Because I was one of those idiots that went to the shop. Um, because <laughs> when, <laughs> when, you, when you tweeted that, you tweeted HMV. Like, it was like, you know, it says like 1999, go, you know, go and buy that. I was like, yeah, I would like to go and buy that. So then I went go and buy that. Come, is that what I said? Yeah, you said something like that. It was something. It was you didn't say this is like later in the week or anything. Well, you, no, I'm not selling it, James. I don't know anything about the promotion. You did though. You just said you just said go. And, yeah, yeah, everyone should get on this. And I was like, yeah, I would like to. And then yeah, I tried they to. Should. And then and then it didn't happen. You wasted me like about an hour and a half today. I could have been. I've got a lot of work to do. And you, an hour and you wasted. A half. A, yeah, I have to go James. to the city. It takes ages. James, what? you're f- into the city. Did, did, you you not fucking... check, did you not phone them up first? Thing, can I just check who you got time for them? What, what sort no, of price they is lie, they going don't for? they? They lie. It's, they know. lie. <laughs> Why would they lie? Why would they say no? no it's not going for okay, fifty. I, I worked. Don't I worked tell in him retail it's for before. No, I worked in retail before. You know, people they ask you for stuff. You know, you don't want to give. <laughs> You can't be bothered to check the computer. Come on. It's just like, nah. no, James, you know? James, this is your own assholeness. You're projecting onto people <laughs> yeah, that work in HMV no now. Work there. <laughs> <laughs> this was a long time ago. I used, to, I, you know, I used to work in like supermarket and people always used to say like, you know, have you got this? And if it's basically, if it's not on the shelf, we haven't got it. But they always used to make you go to the warehouse to like check. And it's like, I know it's not. I'm the one who does all, like, I bring all the stuff in. So you, obviously you just have to go out there, walk around a bit and then walk out and say, no, it's not there. It's um that used to really annoy me. But anyway, go on. So I tweeted the picture of this thing, this advertising board in a warehouse, saying this is gutting, but also buy it, right? Yeah. What made you think that that was me going? This is available now for nineteen ninety nine. The, the quick. bit where you said the bit where you said this is gutting, go and buy it. It's no, like, but, yeah, that... but also buy it. Was also my word. buy it exactly. So it's like okay, it's ready to go and buy it. Do I work for HMV? What? I'm not a representative for HMV. <laughs> you were doing I don't promotion. Understand why you, you were think promoting that this was... it? I you wasn't promoting, promoting it. it. You I was this showing is such a, a great game. You think this is such a great game? So you're like promoting, like saying, go and buy this. So I was like, okay, I will. And then, you, <laughs> yeah, but, but you can't. <laughs> did you not think to check to see if it was? I don't work for HMV, James. I'm not an official. But you shouldn't be so irresponsible with the information. <laughs> What? You know, the information was literally a picture of a bit of advertising in a warehouse. Which, yeah, it doesn't what... look like it's in a warehouse. And then, it's, if you look, you that know... was tweeted ten hours ago, right? Yeah. Ten minutes later, 
I responded to a tweet saying could be more likely to be a Black Friday deal. Oh, someone exactly. tweeted me saying it was fake. More See, likely even, to be a Black Friday deal. It wasn't just me. Leon Coxcott, uh, you know, you know, thought that you what you'd written was um, what I said. As did well. he go to the shops or did he, he ask didn't, me about no, it? No, because he didn't. Because he wasn't. He didn't jump the gun like <laughs> did, I did. Did he, but, did he, James? Did he go to the shops or did he ask me about it? <laughs> I thought the picture was self-explanatory. Look, we don't have to go on about this now because the picture is pretty self-explanatory. So what happened when you got there? I'm not telling you. Did you go really... up? Did you go up and go, uh, is this 1999? No, but David Turner said. <laughs> Who's David Turner? Does he work for HIV? No. I was like, look, look, check this tweet. Look, it says go and buy it now. Did it's... you show him my tweet? No, of course not. What no, did I just, you do? Um, I just went I up and just said, can you, can you tell me what this is scanning at? And uh, yeah, he was like, "It's fifty quid." But but then he was like, "But if you wait a couple of days, it will go down." And I was like, "Okay, I've been had." <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine his face. I wasn't pleased. I love the difference. So Leon I was... sent this quick tweet to Dave saying, "Well, this is interesting. What's this about?" And then he said, "Oh, it's probably a Black Friday deal. Okay, you know, it'll happen in a few days." No, he said, he, first Farley's, of all, he Farley's said, "I'm going to go down and get several." Check. <laughs> spend an hour and a half trundling down to HMV to get <laughs> James Farley sitting there right in his slippers going for his Twitter feed he sees my tweet immediately throws his phone smashing it against the wall <laughs> sort of stomps out of his house where are you going darling HMV <laughs> just walking down walking in and going right you pointing to a person behind the counter and saying who's your CEO Oh, well, that's Brian Allrife, sir. Is it not David Turner for the computer game show? No, no it's not. But he told me to come and buy this for $19.99. <laughs> so get you, out. Listen, you strongly indicated that it was available and like at that price <laughs> at that moment. I and then, did and not. Then, and then he picks up a game of Titanfall that says £50 on it and says, yeah. can you just tell me... How much this How much is, is this? Fifty so pounds. Pro- Are you sure it's so not one of these people, pounds? One of these people that, that thought it was available straight away uh, without doing any sort of research was um uh, someone from Kotaku <laughs> and uh, they posted a <laughs> rather passive aggressive article about me saying um oh uh, we went to the shops and it was fifty. <laughs> Here's me holding it. <laughs> I, for didn't, 50 pounds. I didn't go that far. You know, I didn't. I didn't write an article about it. But check these because these also apply oh, to you. These are the comments to that article on Kotaku. Uh, these also apply to you, James. God. It's supposed to be the Black Friday deal. Really silly article to post. Surprised <laughs> you went down there to check. <laughs> it's obviously for Friday. Maybe think about it for a second before this pointless posting. Obviously for Friday. Stupid article. Of course they won't <laughs> let you have it at that price today. It's Monday for fuck's sake. And the last. Well, that's is- the whole point. I mean, that's why. I wouldn't have written an article about it. I admit, I messed up. Like with this, this was my. <laughs> the last... I wouldn't write a whole article of anger, like about the it. The last that's... one that seems like it's written especially for you and not the actual article. No, the original tweeter said it was for a Black Friday offer. The no, you didn't say that. haven't I, I, gone yeah. up yet. It's not twenty pound until this Friday. <laughs> <laughs> so James, um, sorry, I'm sorry you misread my uh, my message there. I apologise. Uh, I'll, I'll try and b- b- make things a little bit more simple for you next time I comment you about anything. You could have just anything. said Black Friday, you know, but that would have been easier, you know. But so, either way, so twenty quid though is, is mental. <laughs> that is that is a. I'm gonna go and get one. I think. But just, just to make sure, if Dave does say something in future on Twitter that is you're not entirely sure is true, don't 
drive to his house <laughs> and ask, <laughs> ring his doorbell and ask him there. Just, just, just use Twitter. It's, it's much quicker. See, normally I don't believe stuff that he says, but I was, I was hooked in by this because I, I would like to play the game because you keep going on about it all the time. And so, uh, yeah, it's really it's good. Just, just buy it. I mean, I, I was saying there was a lot of people complaining that they bought it for thirty-two pound last week uh, when they could have got it for nineteen ninety-nine. Don't worry about it. Thirty-two quid for that game is insane value. It's, uh, it's, it's a good game. Definitely, definitely buy it. <clears throat> um, right, but I think I've covered that, and I'll be talking about type. Well, I'm gonna sort of brush past Titanfall 2 the, the, <laughs> in the what you've been playing section because Jesus Christ I, I've gone out <laughs> on about it enough um, uh, the other bit of news this week of course was the censoring of Watch Dogs 2 now you've played this game haven't you James uh, no I haven't played it yet I've got it oh you've no, not played it? it yet no um, have you played it Gary I have not okay so we'll get to that uh, later on but the uh, the big story was Someone, I know, there's nudity in the game, right? Male and female nudity. Someone posted a picture of a female, obviously sex worker, apparently, um, who had been knocked unconscious and took a photo up her skirt and you could see the vagina. They tweeted it, then got banned by Sony, which I think is insane, right? And I'll tell you why I think that's insane. Like, how do they justify that? There's a fucking share button on the controller but there's certain things within a game that you can't share. I mean, does that is that does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, presumably, if they don't want you sharing that, they censor it themselves, as in, well, like... They, they've say, got the ability to, right? It comes up with... Uh, obviously, you can't... I mean, the coding you'd need to work on to apply that to the pitch, mm. like pictures that were taken, that, you know, I don't get, but um, it, like, it, it blows my mind. Like, I don't think that's possible. But... I don't know how you can ban someone for tweeting. And I mean, it's not like this is the whole thing, sex versus violence thing again as well, right? Because I'm pretty sure people shared, you know, images of ripping people's heads off and stabbing people and stuff like that. But a vagina, not so sure about. I, I mean, I would understand the argument that the girl was unconscious in the game and that's <laughs> fucked up. Like, I get that. Um, that anyway, the whole thing's a side thing. It's been censored now by um, Ubisoft. They've removed it from the game. I don't know the details on how they've done that. Like, what if there's just like a black bar comes up or whatever? Or they've just given the woman knickers. I don't know. Um, what did you guys think about this? Uh, uh, James, what did you think about this story? Well, I didn't know that it was male. It had male and female nudity. Is that definitely right? That it's got that? Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, then I don't male see... nudity all over it. In that case, I don't see what the fuss is about because it's it's an eighteen plus game. So you know, like you said, if it's like really violent, then and it's got all that, then why does anyone care about this? I don't understand. Again, I think it's the fact that the idea that if there's a woman with no underwear on and you can knock her out and look up her skirt, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get that. I mean, yeah, it's like the whole like objectification of women, like that aspect. But then I don't even think it's that. It... I think it's kind of fucking disgusting. Yeah, but then why is it okay? To... Yeah, but then why isn't it not like really disgusting to like murder people and stuff like that as well? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I I guess. Um, yeah, I mean that, that, that. I guess you're right on that front. Just murdering civilians and stuff. I don't know, it's Gary. Also Gary, you're you you're one of these people that gets offended by everything, right? <laughs> That's me confusing with with uh, Sean Bell. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. Um, it's it's a weird one because the first thing I think of in terms of well, it depends which angle we want to look at it from. Like, as, <clears throat> what I mean is the issue. Um, 
because you think what you know are we are we thinking is Sony's reaction uh the right reaction is watchdogs uh, watchdogs that's not the people who made it is Ubisoft's reaction the right one to take it out of the game um or to put it Do in you the know, first my, place? my opinion on this um, my opinion on this is on. that Ubisoft the right to take it out Sony were wrong to ban the user for sharing it Mm-hmm. Um, uh, simply because the, if Maybe. there are these weird sort of terms and conditions in what you can share and what you can't share, where's where's the line? You know what I mean? Surely, if it's in the game and it's shareable using your system, then yeah. you can't punish the people for using the tools that you've put in front of them you know but, it's but i think yeah i think maybe it's they they would they would speak to ubisoft before they ban the user they would talk to ubisoft about it because surely that's kind of a something that i'd have to go through cert yeah but again why has that come down to the user that's what i mean yeah maybe they should have spoken to ubisoft rather than go hey user don't post this thing that's in a game that we've okay to publish on our system yeah you're right on you're right on that i mean front. they could have surely um, they could have deleted the post rather than banned the user yes um, yeah, and I mean, it must be I, said that they have unbanned that user now um that he's not like permanently banned he was put on like a, a week-long ban but then that was removed once the story had calmed down so maybe there wasn't a way of just deleting posts that they had to do that to get it removed and and then put him back up i don't know the ins and outs of the workings is but, this, um, but is this the same for the xbox version as well like is this like a that I don't know, mm. I do not know. Um, what I don't get is why it's in there in the first place. It's kind of that, weird. That's and what yeah, I was going to say. Kind of, yeah. I agree with that. It's a it's an odd thing to have in there. Yeah. What all I'll say on the matter is that um, it seems to have been dealt with now, and I'm not angry with the way it's been dealt with, like some people are. And uh, I wasn't as yeah. you know, burn them all down to the ground uh, as Hang some on. people are. So people, why are people angry? Are they angry because the content's been taken away or because of the censorship? What's the... Well, every, everything though, James, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, no. you get you get like a... I mean, you could fart on the internet and people fucking kick off on one. It's like... It, it, Very true. Yeah. It, it's just the way the internet is now. I just thought it was it, it was interesting to sort of get outside of it uh, across. Um, because I don't want to be seen as someone that's sort of supporting this sort of stuff and saying, yeah, woo, you keep it in, you fuckers. Um, but at the same time, I don't want to be one of these people that are like, yeah, burn Ubisoft, get rid of them now, fuck that game. Because yeah. apparently it's meant to be a fucking amazing game. Like, I'm, I'm genuinely interested in Watch Dogs 2. And after playing Watch Dogs 1, never thought I'd be saying that. Uh, but well, it looks like they've turned that series around quite, quite a bit. Um, that's a problem cool. with video game Twitter, isn't it? It's just there's no and most of Twitter to be honest, but particularly video game Twitter, there's no there's no middle ground, there's no nuance of discussion. It's just anger on on either fucking extreme and both sides both sort of extremes tend to be wrong in one way or another or too simplistic and you just sit there going, Oh, this is all fucking stupid. That's the problem because you can you can see, can't you, that there's like you know, there's you can't really make like a, a massive judgment on this kind of thing. But yeah, like you said, Twitter kind of encourages people to do that. You know, yeah. I, I, I must admit, 2016 has been very bad for Twitter. I mean, mm-hmm. I know things haven't gone our way and everything, but honestly, some of the uh, it's just the anger coming out is just uh, is getting a little bit too much for me, and yes. it's starting to get to a point where I'm, I'm you know, <laughs> the house is burning down. Like you, know, you, you've moved into a house and you really like it, and it, and, and you, you know, you enjoy living there, and then you know you get a little bit of condensation at the top near the near, near the ceiling, and you're thinking, "Oh, it's looking a bit grubby now." I think I might have to start moving to a more secluded area. 
area. I don't want the people that have moved in next door, Joe. Let's get the fuck out. <laughs> um, <laughs> what you been playing this week, James? Let's start with you. Well, I've been playing Dishonored Two, um, but I've really only kind of got early impressions of it because I've only played it for I don't know about three or four hours, I think. Um, but I mean, to be honest, when I first started it, I didn't really like it that much. No, um, so I'm not surprised. You didn't like the first one at all, did you? No, that's not true, because I actually really liked the first game, even though I wasn't expecting to. Right, and okay. This, no, I, I really did like it. It was it was a really good game like, at the end of it. But I think it's because when we saw that presentation, when they were showing it, the stuff that they were focusing on, I just didn't find that interesting, because it just felt like, okay, look, here's some great ways to kill people. And you I was a bit were bored so frustrating coming out of that, because... They showed us so much cool shit in that presentation, and and me and Sean were buzzing, and we turned around to you and went, "Saw so that looks shit, eh, guys?" <laughs> we were like, "No, that looks incredible." No, I didn't say it looked rubbish. Seen I just it said, before. I just yeah, because it, it was just before. like, look, there's some great ways to kill people, and I was I was just bored of it by that stage. <laughs> but the setting was shit. It was. It was. The, set, the setting is still a problem, but I'll, I'll get onto that. It's, oh, why? Um... <laughs> the setting. Did, did you play this on the one, uh, Gary? Yeah, yeah, I did, yeah. The fucking the setting was incredible, right? Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> James, what are you playing at? I don't know. It's, what did well, you like about way, it, the setting? I don't know. I mean, when it when it was first shown at the... when Because we saw it at... Um, it was at Eurogame, wasn't it? We saw yeah, it. Yeah, that's right, EGX. And I think the main thing I didn't like about it when I first saw it was it just felt... It didn't feel very deep, like in terms of like story and that kind of thing. That's what I. But then I was completely wrong about that when I actually played the game because it turned out to be a, a lot deeper than I was expecting it to be. But it was because you know at those events they always just show like game mechanics. They show how things work, and they were just focusing on like look how to brutally murder people in different ways. And do I was, you, I, Gary, do you remember those like eighties films, like sort of teen films, where you had say someone say there was a t- like this isn't an actual real film, but those films that sort of had the really crap basketball player. Tell you what, I will relate. You know the Mighty Ducks. You <laughs> yeah, know when right, there okay. was someone always against the Mighty Ducks because they was you know they didn't like the Mighty Ducks, and then they won the big match at the end. And there's that shot of them looking really angry because the Mighty Ducks were excellent, and he, they hate them. Sometimes they take their hat <laughs> off and chuck it on the floor. That was James after he finished Dishonored. <laughs> That's completely <laughs> not true. It's like that is completely furious. In fact, if you if you were to go back and listen to Joypod when we talked about this. I was full of praise for that game because it was great, and I was wrong. I was completely wrong, like with my first impressions of it. And yeah, you're completely rewriting history. This is not. This is not right. So I love this ran into the work, so I didn't think the last third of that game was very good. <laughs> well, the last level was a bit weak. The, the ending was appalling of that game. Yeah. <laughs> Give me that. But uh, but yeah, I didn't hate the whole thing like James did. I yeah. love rewriting writing history because James gets furious because he loves history. <laughs> 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 and he knows how easy it is to manipulate. <laughs> James, post, go on. Post truth turns. It is, uh, anyway. <laughs> so anyway, Dishonored too. <laughs> but see, the thing is, is when I when I first started playing it, I had the same kind of feelings where I was like, oh, you know, it's this again. You know, this. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I just had that. But then, and also, I think it's because on the first few levels, I felt really overwhelmed by the content because it has the same thing whereby you know you pick up like runes and stuff so you can like add to your powers and you have like the heart where you can like locate where they are and it's like you bring you bring this like device out like this heart that like pulsates to like see where things are but it's just the whole screen is just like full of icons like all over the place and you're like 
I have nowhere to, no idea where to begin with this. You know, it just felt like there was just a lot to do. It was just very sort of like busy. But then, and then also, you know, throughout every single level, there's just so much like content, like law, like, you know, like sort of like books you can pick up and read, like letters, newspapers and stuff like that. And I started like reading it and I was like reading everything because I was like, I'm, you know, I want to know more about this world. I want to, you know, get this. But then it got to the point where it was, it was really stopping me like actually enjoying the game because I was just focusing on this and I was just like, I didn't want to miss anything. And then I just began to realize I don't want to play it like this. I just want to have fun with like the, with like the gameplay and the way the game plays. And uh, then it ended up being a lot better because the story is Bobbins like in this. <laughs> and um, it is, it's, it's not that great. It's, um it's not a great story, I don't think, but the, the actual like the gameplay is is really fun. It's um yeah. It, once I started to focus on just thinking, okay, I'm gonna be a murderous bastard in this game, and it's gonna be a lot of fun, and it it really is. Yeah. So I, what um, does it offer that uh that the first game didn't? What's new? Well, so far I wouldn't say a lot actually. I mean, it looks better obviously, but it feels it really feels like the first game. Like it it. Uh, I mean, there are more things you can do, but the trouble is, is I'm playing as Corvo. Like the um like the guy and because of that like most of the stuff that you can do is pretty much the same as in the first game like you've got like blink you know where you can like tra- teleport from one place to another I mean my priority was getting my rats back um that I had in the first game <laughs> yeah you- <laughs> you're obsessed with those things <laughs> those rats are brilliant it's like you know you just summon them and they just you know eat people to death it's brilliant um but because of that I you know I don't feel that I've seen anything like massively new compared with the first game it's really really well polished and it's it's a huge amount of fun to play, like to try and like figure out how you're going to like take out guards and you know whether you're going to uh, you know kill people or whether you're going to like you know sort of knock them out or whatever. But yeah, it's um, but it still feels like very very much like the first game. I I wouldn't say that it's like a massive leap up from that. But like I said, I'm only like a couple of hours in, so maybe that will change. Yeah, Oops. I've got a feeling that I, I I got a feeling there's more to come. I mean, this has had so many good reviews and everyone saying that it's a game of the year contender that uh there must be something else there behind this it can't just be more really? dishonored it's uh, yeah i mean the, the thing is is once once i gave up up on the idea of like trying to consume everything i've been kind of enjoying it a lot more i mean the best thing about this game as it was with the first one is the way that it it really fits with whatever style you want to play and at the moment i just want to set rats on people and it lets me do that <laughs> uh, which is fun okay oh, ahead <laughs> thanks I always well, you think, should, yeah, um, there's other stuff, but I won't go into that. Yeah. I always think uh, you're talking about the um, the law and having loads of things you can pick up and scraps of stuff you can read and, you know, you wander into a library and then you can read all about the world and all this stuff. I always think, I don't understand why that's so prevalent in games because I think it's, I really think it's really bad design for, yeah, an, for an action game. Yeah. Because you're just like... Yeah, you're doing a thing, you're playing out a cool kill, and then all of a sudden someone sort of goes, well, you might find this book interesting, like in the middle of you doing something. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, just I a think really bad way to do it. It's part of the world building, I guess, but then it kind of feels a bit like they haven't got the full confidence in what, you know, in like the, the world that they've created to just speak for itself. It's well, like I don't think it's the world they create, created. I think they've cre- they might have created a, a fantastic world that they're really happy with, they just don't want to intentionally slow down everything else about it. So mm-hmm. if they make that stuff optional, it's up to the the player um, to yeah. to go and read all that stuff. Well, uh, I feel that you don't. It's, there's never a good time because you're trying to you're trying to kill some dudes. You know, it's yeah. you can't 
Is it Mass Effect that has because like, I've only played two all the way. I played all the way through, but I only played two. But isn't there like on your ship? There's a central kind of codex or central encyclopedia of stuff you found out and alien races and all that kind of thing. Is that is that right? Yeah, well, no, it's not on the ship. It's um, you carry it around with you. You, it, you just go into the menu and you can read all that stuff. Right. It it just feels like in that way, there's more of a you know you do your mission, you have your bit of action. And if you want a bit of downtime, maybe you spend half an hour just just doing that. Like you you pause it, maybe you're having your dinner or something, and you just you just read through a few bits and go, oh, that's that's good. But like extra with, homework. But then the difference yeah. there is that that's although it is an action game. Um, there's a lot of talking and and actual world building within sort of cutscenes and uh, dialogue options and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. it's not you know that's kind of like extra stuff on top of what you're experiencing within the game. Um, yeah. yeah, I I understand what you're saying because uh, I've always had that problem with Fallout games where um a lot of it is like audio diaries and stuff that I'm just like oh, whatever you know. Mm. Um, yeah. So I get that. Uh, but I, I, I yeah. mean, I, I don't remember reading. I think there was a few. I think with Dishonored One, what I liked about that sort of extra stuff that you pick up on in terms of lore is that everything you read and you did seemed to relate to stuff that you were doing at the time. Right. Um, so I would pay a little bit more attention to it. Um, it seemed a little bit more interesting in that way. But um, yeah, no, I totally understand the complaint. I just don't think there's an easy way around it. Do you know what I mean? This yeah. this feels a lot like Fallout, like in the terms of the amount of content. It's uh, it's it's this. I'm sure there's a lot more than in Dishonored, like in the original game. It's but you love that so Fallout stuff. So what's different in that to Dishonored? Because Fallout Fallout's a different kind of game because it is it's slower, like for a start, because you have like the VAT system and everything. Whereas this is a lot more immediate, and it just I know it just because of this because they kind of emphasise this fact that you've got to collect stuff because you've got to collect runes and all that kind of thing you feel a pressure that you've got to read this stuff because there might be like information you need, you know, to be able to do that. And I don't know, it just, it, I don't know, I don't like the pressure of feeling I've got to, I've got to do that. Hmm. I'd be interested to see how much, uh, like how essential that stuff is. I mean, it certainly wasn't essential in the first game. You, you knew the difference between um, clues for your quest, say in the mm-hmm. sort of infamous, well, the, the excellent party mission in that first game. Um, there was some information in some letters and stuff that you had to read to sort of figure out a puzzle. Um, that that's there was a difference between that stuff and the audio logs. Um, so it'd be interesting to see how this handles that. But yeah, by the sounds of it, you're way too early on to tell. Yeah, I mean that's I mean that's why, like as I said, I've, I've I'm not I'm not reading everything I get across now, and I'm enjoying it more because of that. You know, it's just uh, just cho- choosing you know what you want to do is more fun. Um, have you tried? Uh, moving on, have you tried any of the uh, Call of Duty Online stuff yet? No, I haven't played that yet. Still not tried that. Okay, well, we'll wait another week for that then, shall we, James? <laughs> Good work, It will sir. come, it will come. I've got to write the review as well. It's It's got to happen. But um... yeah, You're in a situation now where you've completely fucked up, right? Yep. You're, well, you're got... sitting on three massive reviews. I've got, <laughs> I've got Call of Duty Infinite, Dishonored 2, and Watch Dogs. He got, some, greedy. Oh, he got greedy. With the, the old, he got greedy with the old promo copies. You know, yeah. he was like, Fuck, <laughs> yeah, free games. And I mean, we've all done it. We've all been there. And then you realise, holy shit, I've got three reviews to write. And they're massive <laughs> games. Well, most, uh, most of them are like massive games as well, which is part of the problem. Oh. But and then there's you going, reviews. fuck it. I'll, 
I'll get Titanfall next week. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Three of you and two children. Fucked. Yeah, fuck that, James. What are you doing? Completely fucked. You've absolutely fucked it, Sam. Good luck with that. That cast. <laughs> Anything else? No, that's all. That's it. Cool. Um, I, I suppose I, I did actually forget to mention that uh, at the start of the show when we were to, uh, talking follow-up, we did get one piece of follow-up that... Uh, that we didn't actually mention. And that was from our guest, Gary Dutton, who seemed a little bit angry at uh, what I had to say about everybody's gone to the rapture last week. Listen, uh, it was, uh, it was temporary anger because, you know, I'm 33 and I have two children. I can't, can't be doing that. It's very embarrassing <laughs> to be, to be angry about a video game. But I was just, so what enraged kinda... you? Well, what, I was in the kitchen, Dave. You? I was making a, some sort of cheese toasty, I think. And a cup of tea. And I'm hearing this chat. I'm hearing That's you going... the most British thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm hearing this chat in my ears from the computer game show podcast that you're just going, ah, oh, just the story. I just I didn't care. I just, uh, I didn't really. And, and I just thought, well, what do you mean? And then how long you said you played with it? Like 20 minutes or something? No, no. I played it for about um, an hour, I guess. Right. And you just didn't. In a just the story just didn't grab you at all. But you said that the, Gone Home did. Now I haven't played Gone Home, but yeah. when it starts, I, is I, I sort of know I know a lot about it. But the way it starts, does it sort of immediately give you a like a bit of a, um, you know, an intro to what's going on? Like no, you you yeah. There's like a uh, I think there's a message that plays out uh, of you calling home to say you're coming home right uh and then you start in front of the house you walk up and there's a letter on the door explaining that no one's home and that instantly right you know what you're doing you walked up to a house right. you've you've gone to see your family no one's home where the fuck are they you right. start looking around and the premise is simple and at the way that story develops is through you have an initial sort of um engagement with what's going on and then it's sort of spiralling from there. Whereas my problem with everybody who's gone to the rapture, it was like, oh, something's weird. And uh, like as I said to you on the in the, the WhatsApp chat, yeah. um, it reminded me of a, a, a podcast that I know you said you hadn't listened to it. There was a podcast called Limetown that came out, and that was uh, a, supposedly serial meets X Files in podcast form. You know, um, where it was like this mystery. Uh, and it was all, you know, scripted and stuff about this place called Limetown in America that suddenly all, all the people that lived there disappeared and this girl right. was trying to find out why this happened. Um, and I guess it started out a little bit better than everybody's gone to Rapture did, but the, I had the same hurdles with, with that. Like, by the end of it, I hated it. <laughs> and I had the same hurdles with that um, than I did with everybody's gone to the rapture and the problems I had first of all the voice acting in Limetown was worse than it was in rapture uh, but you know that See, was still know, a barrier I, I had you know rapture. they got they got fucking like BAFTA nominated for voice acting in that game I, I do not I don't, know what I you don't mean understand how that happens because I, I was so aware that it was people reading lines like uh, you know even when they were interrupting and talking over each other in that game i was so aware of them really? reading yeah like having a script in front of them it it, it just i could <laughs> not get, i don't know how they won a bafta for that to be quite honest with you again all my opinion i'm not saying i'm right with this <laughs> that I is just don't, like, that is, that is that sounds like madness to me because i thought it was brilliant i thought they were thought that was the most 
I thought that was kind of the the point, the whole thing that anchored the game and made it work was the fact that the voice acting was so good. I so just, when I, I heard did... you say that, I just went, "What the fuck?" I spat just out my I spat out my toasty. I I just you know that whole it was kind of like soap opera acting. You know the whole as 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 Sean said, it was like the Archers. You know, oh hello vicar. You know yeah. that sort of stuff, and it was kind of like, oh fuck off. Sean put, and, Sean put up a shitty defense for it. Last week. <laughs> yeah, I did. The he other thing, went, oh, and then went, oh wait, no, whatever. But no, I, it, yeah, go on, go on, tell me the other thing. The other, the other connection I made with this Limetown thing, right, is that obviously there are certain plot points that the story wants you to focus on, and in doing that, it made everything a little bit more unnatural. Um, which is weird because I suppose it would be more realistic to say the stuff they were saying. But so in Line Town, it was stuff about the main reporter being related to someone that lived in Line Town, and they just kept like they kept mentioning it, but with not actually developing it. And then by the end of it, it was like, oh, and the person that was doing all this was your uncle that lived in Line Town, and I was like, well, <laughs> no shit, because you just kept mentioning that he lived there and then didn't develop on that idea at all, and. After having, like, I played through the first story in Rapture and they were like, have you heard it's coming from the phones? I hear it's coming from the phones. I hear there's a problem in the phones. Oh, she was on the phone and her nose bled. And I'm like, okay, the phones have something to do with it. You keep repeating it. You're not telling me, you're not piquing my interest because you're just telling me the same detail over and over again. I got to the end of that story, started the next story, and literally the first, you know, scene that I stumbled across was, Oh, have you checked the phones recently? And I was just like, fuck this. Like, I don't <laughs> want to hear about the phones over and over again. Well, Is that just, just you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I wonder if that's just a bit of an unfortunate kind of path because you know it's kind of, there are chapters focusing around key characters all around the village. Yeah. But you don't, you, you can take any route around. So you wander around and pick different ways. And I wonder if you just happen to, like, encounter like six phone related ones in a row just because because you can do it in whatever order you want and then because i don't remember thinking they're banging on about the phones i know i do remember it being a central (laughs) theme but maybe you just happened to take this bath that just hit like phones like eight times like in your (laughs) but i mean the the thing is the good the thing with good storytelling is that there's no filler and i think with all that phone chat without it progressing any point it 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 felt like it was it was either filler or it was just trying to say okay let's make sure that the player has picked up that they're saying well, over the fucking phone there right and they might have missed it the first time so let's whack it in the next fucking six scenes all right let's it's, just stick it in there it is one of the problems with that kind of that kind of way of laying out a story like the other thing which I didn't enjoy as much but you remember um oh, what Sam Barlow's game you talk uh, about her story her story yeah. Yeah, I loved that. I absolutely loved that. <laughs> See, I didn't get on with it quite as well. Um, I did like it, but it didn't leave. It left me not didn't leave me cold, but it wasn't quite as um, affecting as other people were were saying it is to, for them. You know, for me, it wasn't the same. And I think yeah. it's the same thing. Like the the thing is, the, there's a risk taken with like you can find up these pieces of story in any order, right? Yeah. So yeah. you you kind of. It's it's possible to have like a slightly underwhelming experience if you happen to catch a few bits that kind of either give away the game too early or or aren't the most interesting bits in a row, and you can sort of get in a um, a rhythm of being a bit bored. You know, if you just happen to find all the 
the low parts because like if any other sort of traditional story the point is it's paced in a way where you sort of you're brought up then there's a bit of filler to chill you out a bit and then there's a big story beat and then you come down again and there's a tense bit you know and it's very sort of carefully laid out isn't it in the in sequence to make you to keep you interested so the problem with that or the risk i would say is that if you hit it in the wrong way you get 48 vignettes about phones making your nose bleed like whereas i i just remember going around the i think the thing with rapture is the most interesting thing about it is actually it's not trying to find out what's really happened or what's happened to this town it's more what you actually realize is the interest is in the people that were there and how they reacted to it and the different personalities and that was that was what kept me like fascinated throughout because you start getting this sort of animosity between the scientist and and uh, the two scientists. Well, there's a guy who used who used to live in the village who's come back with this American scientist woman who's kind of a bit arrogant and headstrong and just plows in there and doesn't give a shit about the bumpkins in the town. She just wants them to get out of the way so she can do her research and and he's kind of caught in the middle and he's going back to old you know old friends and 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 what they think and then you know he falls out with some of them and some of them still think he's all right and it's and it's all that and it's all like how different people get on and don't get on and and you'll you know and you'll go down a, a, like a path there's a bit you go down a path and there's these there's these this these two kids who are like um planning to run away together and and, and it's completely um sort of separate to the story it's it's vaguely linked in because they think things are weird but they were planning to sort of elope anyway and it's just a nice little story there that you can either find or not you know and it's, there's kind of like a slightly voyeuristic thrill to finding everyone overhearing people's conversations because they're just little sort of spirits whispering whispering about um and you you would just kind of stumble across those there's some of them you could see because of the big sort of orbit light guiding you a bit but sometimes you come in a room and it's so eerie as well that game because there's just nobody there and that is quite an eerie i felt it was effectively eerie to have a kind of pretty idyllic village completely devoid of people it kind of it was interesting because i well i think the thing is i grew up in a little village for sort of the second half of my childhood and well the fucking phone's like if well there was one phone mate there's one red phone box (laughs) there was the phone it was like father ted it was in the mayor's office. Are there any features in the in on the island? Well, there's the field. It's like that. <laughs> it's like that, mate. No pub, one bus, one school bus. Fucking nothing. But like and and it was it was beautiful, but it was the people that made it. And if you take the people out of a place like that, it's just it can look as kind of relaxing and, and pretty as you like, but it's it's just really fucking eerie without people. It's it's really weird. And and I thought it nailed that quite well. Um, but yeah, as I say, that kind of just picking up on little fragments of story between different people, those conversations, and sort of trying to piece together what they were like. I just I just like the way they drip fed that to you, and it made me which is, kind of yeah, go on. Which Sorry. is which is fine, but like I I've enjoyed games that do that. I mean, Gone Home does exactly that, and um, and her story does exactly that, but. But the difference for me personally is that I need to have some sort of engagement before I start getting into the tangents that these stories took. Um, I need that sort of 
right. okay, there's a murderer. You've got to find out what the real you story need, is. I think you need that, a bit of a hook, don't you, first? Whereas I don't mind. I like to just sort of... It probably to do my mindset. I don't mind floating through things, staring at shit. You know, that's kind of what I do anyway. So, like, well, yeah, I, I suppose that's I, it. I don't I need, mind I, that. Yeah, I need. I need to ask why. Why the fuck am I doing this? Why do I care about this? And and if they'd have developed the initial, like the initial idea was like, ooh, there's an empty village. What's going on? Fine, I'm happy with that. That's an initial hook. I was. I'm interested. Then after about the fourth or fifth scene, I'm thinking. No, there's nothing actually going on here. I need something to develop to keep me interested. And nothing really did. And I think the one moment where I kind of thought, okay, yeah, I'm on board, was um, at the end of the first mission, you know, where it worked, the mission, the first sort of <laughs> yeah, full yeah. episode, yeah. Um, when everything goes dark and, you know, I don't want to ruin it, but, the, you know, the environment changes a little bit and it plays around with lighting and stuff and yes, actually, yeah. you know, visually was quite stunning and something happens at the end and I'm thinking, okay, I'm starting to get interested. Got onto the second area and I was like, oh, it's back to this. You know, yeah. not, not much progression, big, long bits where I'm just walking about, like trying to find the next thing to find. Um, occasionally stopping, admittedly, to look at how good things look every now and then. Um, but ultimately, nothing was really keeping me going. And then that's where I, I sort of tapped out and just went, I don't want to spend any more time with this. Oh, yeah. Um, it's, I wonder if you, like, if you give it one more shot and don't, but without thinking, don't worry too much about finding out exactly what has happened and just start looking at what's there and listen and, and, and focus on like the people and how, how the, like the relationships are playing out and like how people are getting aggro and then, you know, but what sides well, people start taking yeah. and that's, but then if that's an interesting <laughs> This is it. This is my other. This is my other problem, Gary. Like, um, my brain is absolutely appalling at remembering places, names, and names, like (laughs) people's names. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking shocking with that. Titles of books, films, games. I'm awful at remembering stuff like that. Um, and then when I've got no visual cue to pick up on because everything is sort of the same sort of silhouette, I, I find it hard to piece together. I can't tell you any of the names in that. I, I, think did get, I did get mixed up a lot. I did get mixed up a lot. It's only the main, main characters that I really got a good handle on because they turn up so much. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm quite similar with that. But um, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, the thing is, it is, it's really slow, right? It's a slow burner. And I, like, I personally like that. But I can see how that can be sort of frustrating. But like, some of the ends of the chapters are amazing. Like The, the characters, the kind of... The way they end, you know, the way their stories end, and 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 the reasons for the doing the things they do are just really, really good, and um, yeah, interesting. Because yeah, that's there's something really powerful about the way that it, it's a tiny, it's a and it's the end of the world, but instead of it being in the middle of New York or whatever, with the Empire State Empire State Building sort of disappearing under the ground, it's it's just like a little handful of people, but it's just as kind of their reactions, the way they, their little life is just as important as as something like you know a massive city falling to pieces. The way they do it, and and that's quite. 
the contrast is is. Uh, I have got quite a funny story for you that I think you'll like because by you know when a Londoner moves out of London and goes to sort of a smaller sort of town. Yeah. Um, my uncle moved to Birchington a few years ago, and yeah. uh, we go out and visit him all the time. We went this year, and as we were walking out of his road to go and walk along the coast, there yeah. was some guy just just. Um, he must have been maybe 40s or 50s, just walking along in the road with a yeah. sack, just picking up litter. Like it wasn't his job. It was just, he was just walking <laughs> along the road, picking up litter. Yeah. And you could tell we were Londoners in, like, in, a, in a small town because we walked past and, they, and the bloke went, oh, hello to my uncle because he knows him. And uh, he said, oh, yeah, what are you doing? Oh, just tidying up. You know, I like the place that I live to be nice and clean and tidy. And yeah. we went, oh, all right, okay, see you later. And as we carried on, I just went... I, I, I said to my uncle, so I, mean, I, I don't know why, but I fucking hate that guy. And he just went, yeah, no, I know, so do I. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> proper London attitude. <laughs> the guy's doing something really nice and it fucking irritated the fuck out. Fucking twee little twat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I, mean. I do I do get this feeling of like you just like being London as fuck wandering through the village of Rapture just going, this is bollocks. Where's the fucking, where's the tube, mate? <laughs> Mill fan, uh, the wolf Mill fan in rapture. <laughs> like that scene in Chainspotting where he chucks a glass over his head just just for a bit of action. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, yeah, right, okay. but I like fair, but I reckon it might be a Dark Souls. Give it another hour, you might you might go. Oh, actually, yeah, Gary, I will give this. it another hour. Let's see how you get on. All right, <laughs> next fair. week with my rant. Oh, and um, also, Sean, right? I'm, I'm annoyed, Sean isn't here because he said. He didn't like, right, he said he didn't like the scientist woman because she wasn't very nice, didn't think it was a good character. Now, what's he on about? I don't think he said he was, didn't think it was a good character. He didn't like the character and what she was doing, but he said that he hadn't finished it, so that might turn around. Right, okay. That was I'll his point. Him, I might let so you're only on. half listening. Yeah. Like, like like me when you were raving about the game just now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the other games I've been playing, obviously I've been playing Titanfall 2. Uh, I managed to get some team play going on on Saturday. Four hours straight I was on it. Fucking Didn't out. get old. Fucking uh, amazing. Uh, but we've, we've done that. Um, I've also been trying this Google Quick, quick Draw that come out this week. Has anyone else tried this? No. So no. it's pretty interesting. Look it up. Um, you have to doodle on your phone you've got 20 seconds to doodle what it asks you to doodle and then through algorithms and stuff the google system tries to guess what you've drawn and um that's just pretty interesting because obviously it collects the drawings that you've done and sort of gathers them all on a database and compares them to other people's drawings and that's how it connects them so in theory it should get better and better and better at detecting what you're drawing um i just found it insanely addictive but Unfortunately, that's the only real, the closest thing that I've come to playing a game that isn't Titanfall 2 this week. <laughs> so I thought I had to mention it. Um, but yeah, give that a go because it's actually really addictive. And I, I've now, before I go to sleep at night, I make sure because it gives you six in a row and then tells you how well, because it's not judging your drawings, it's judging its own system to see if it was able to pick. Like it even apologizes to you if it doesn't recognize what you've drawn and stuff <laughs> like that. Um, so worth checking that out. The other game I've been playing is a mobile game called Pinout. Now, James, was it you that recommended this to me? Uh, definitely not. No, I've never heard of it. I think you like it because you know Inks, the. Um, yeah. It's not. It's nothing like it, other than it is a pinball game. 
Um, but it, again, such an interesting twist on the idea of pinball uh, that I can't believe it's not been done before. So Inks was... Have you played Inks, Gary? Yes, I, uh, I met the developers and played it on oh, a special oh, pinball table. Yeah, what was that, that set like? Up. It was fucking cool. They, they set up um, a... Like a, it was like a giant screen running through an iOS device, but they they wired it into this pinball table, so it had like a digital screen on the top, and then you and then you hit flippers on the side and everything. It was fucking brilliant. Yeah, really, really cool. Yeah, it's, it's a good a, yeah, game. It's a really good game. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I just um, thought I'd show off there for a minute with Karen. No, no, that's really cool. I, 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 did, have you written one of your um uh the, was it Happy Gaming blogs? Whatever, <laughs> making games is fun. That that was um that was through uh, a new magazine called Forerunner. They wanted me to come and do the photos for them, so I hung out with them all. Yeah, good luck. Oh, didn't you nice try and like sort of say, "Oh, I'm just going to the toilet. Do you want to go to the toilet, lead designer of this game?" And then when you're in the bog, just go quick. Let me just cut the fucking photos and ask you about this game. I'll make a fucking blog out of it, mate. Just don't tell that lot. I pay for me trying. Because <laughs> that doesn't look weird. I just want to go to the toilet as well, just for a minute. Anybody? Anybody in the toilet? <laughs> the, the guy toilet, from this magazine saying, "Yeah, yeah, I'll come." No, not you. Yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah, no. I, I don't know why I even brought up Inks really, other than it is a, it's another interesting twist on pinball. Uh, the idea is that it's a never-ending pinball table, and you've got certain um, ramps to hit, and if you hit them, you go to a pinball table that's sitting on top of that. If you know what I mean, it just keeps moving up and up and up. And you've got to try and get the ball as high as possible. And obviously, if it falls through the hole, it just drops you down onto the uh, table below. Um, the certain things you hit will give you extra time. Once you run out of time, you're out. Very addictive, very nice. And I would definitely pick it up. Probably the only good... I'm thinking of like mobile games that have come out this year that's held my attention for more than 30 minutes. And I, there ain't many, you know. I think this might be the only one. I like. I, I wasn't into the Pokemon Go thing. I can't think of any others. Mobile gaming has not been that great recently. Uh, although there's still time. Mario Run, Super Mario Run, James, eight pounds. <sighs> I know. Can't wait. Yeah, I know. It's gonna be banging. Harry's gonna lose his shit. Um, Gary, what have you been playing this week? Um, I've to sort of update on the regulars. Uh, played a bit more batters. I played the um operations mode. Is it called Operations? The big one where you go through se- several yeah, well, game modes. Yeah, several campaigns, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's operations, isn't it? Yeah, um, I think so, yeah. Or Manu- yeah, not Manu, yeah, Operations. That is that is great. I think it's actually better than the sort of the full-scale war ones. The Domination no, I agree, yeah. or Conquest. Is yeah. it Conquest? I fucking I can't remember. There's too many names. Conquest, yeah, yeah. Domination is a smaller one. Um, the, yeah, Conquest, Conquest is, is the large huge one. one. I think it's better than Conquest because you... It lasts as long once you've finished a whole, you know, set of operations, but it's more, it's sort of tighter, it's a little bit more interesting. I like the detail before, this proper dad thing. Oh, and in this, in this battle, the, uh, the English uh, pushed Sorry, along to, this front. To explain, Gary is not doing a good job of explaining. It gives you some details yeah. and background on the battles that took place before going in, or has Gary put it, it's a proper dad thing where it goes. <laughs> I mean, I just wanted to translate these, for you, Gary. Historical details about the, the <laughs> battle that you're about to replicate in video game form. 
And it does it in a non-shit way, doesn't it? It doesn't drag on too much and sort of explains, you know, why you're fighting and doing what you're doing and then just moves on, doesn't it? Yes, yeah. It just gives you enough and then chucks you in. And it's nice and you think, oh, right, now I'm playing this multiplayer bit, but with a bit of, just a bit of purpose and a little bit of drive. And it sort of brings you into the game a little bit more, much like like the single player. So you've got that kind of story element to to play along with, which which actually really makes a difference, in my opinion. Um, and then you, you have like three or four of those, depending on which one you pick, and then it's finished. And it's so much better than the um, than Conquest, I think, because Conquest you can sometimes just feel a little bit lost, and you and you're just trying to, you know, you spawn three times and you get a grenade at your feet three times, and you're like, oh, for fuck's sake, and you're just waiting, you're just waiting for forever just to respawn, and then you'll be like, I don't know where I've been shot from, and you and you think, well, yeah, that is probably what the war was like, but I'm not enjoying it right now. Um, Whereas Conquest, just... I'm not in, I'm not enjoying it like those guys did. Yeah, <laughs> this is this isn't realistic at all. <laughs> but the yeah the the, the operations thing just I, that kind of putting into neat little chunks like that really makes it so much more fun. And you still get that really long, massive scale experience, but you just you feel like you've got a bit more direction, and and that was really cool. So enjoyed that. Uh, I bought Pez. Finally bought Pez. Oh, it's glorious, Pez, isn't it? So good. Like me, I've had this tradition with my mate for God. It must be going on nearly ten years now. Where we would buy, um, we would play. I go around to his house. We would get gin, we get dominoes, and we'd spend like a full weekend playing Pez, like whatever version it was at the time. We just fucking gin. like the whole weekend. Wouldn't leave that. Wouldn't leave his house, and we'd just sit there fucking Pezing it. It's so good. Um. And for a few years, we've been playing like because they've not been that good as good recently. We'd get up and we'd meet up and we'd like fucking put the PS2 together and put on like PES 2005 and shit like that. <laughs> and there's one, there's one with Recobra in it, and clearly like Seabass was in love with Recobra, and because all his stats were like thirty odd points higher than everyone else, so you just picked. I think it was he at Inter Milan at one point. Is that right? I don't know. I, I or don't AC know. Milan. And so I think it was AC Milan and Rakoba was on there. And he just, like, you just pass it to him and no one could catch him. Remember, like, um, that really old NES American football game? And there's one character in it, Big Bo, and he was just, like, <laughs> twice as fast as everyone else. And it's just stupid. <laughs> like, the game was fucked. You just pass it to him and he just ran and, and just scored every time. It's just like that. You just couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't tackle, you couldn't catch him. And if you did, you couldn't tackle him. <laughs> Because it just like it just shrug you off every time, and you just fucking wham it into the top left from forty yards out, and you're just like, right, okay, fucked. That still exists, by the way. I mean, you play Ronaldo in FIFA is insane. It's just pointless. <laughs> like the moment you see Real Madrid, you go, okay, we've lost then, or, yeah. or even Barcelona, <laughs> you know, we've lost now, haven't we? It's just, uh, yeah, not for yeah. me that. That's so, um, but this, so so this time he he came. I haven't seen him for like six months and. He's had a baby and he'd moved house and shit. And he finally got him down to, to my place and said, right, should we just take a punt? Let's get it. I've heard it's good. So I said, yeah. So I just grabbed it. I downloaded it. And it's really good. And it's got the same old, it's got the arcadey feel of the ones that were good. But it just feels nice. And it feels like a proper game of football. I had a couple of issues that I ironed out with by asking you what was going on. And, what, you know, you said I, I was, I said like the through balls were sort of weird. And it was just, yeah, I think I was just holding tight control too much. And I just, yeah, just adjusted I think that. that's probably and, it. And, it yeah, and, then, and then it was like we were scoring loads more. <laughs> um, 
it's really, it's really, really good. I'm really glad it's, it feels like it's back. Uh, and we had a full weekend of, well, when I say a full weekend, it's not like the old days. It was kind of interrupted by the kids every, every fucking eight minutes. But, you know, we sort of had a full weekend of it. It was really good. So, um, what's interesting, you're not really a football guy, are you? Um, I, I have been, but I'm a Bolton fan, so I'm lapsed and I haven't, I haven't been following them for like, probably like four or five years now because it's just depressing and I couldn't be asked. I didn't know that, but I'm so glad that you haven't been following them, uh, especially from this weekend. Um, good. <laughs> good. Okay. That's why I don't, it's like I'm ignoring it. It's like the, the whole thing with Trump and America. If I don't read it, it won't make me sad. You know what I mean? So. Well, they beat us 2-0 the weekend, so... Um... <laughs> ah, oh, interesting. Uh... <laughs> yeah, no, but I can't even... Like... Oh, <laughs> fuck you! Um, so that was, that was well good. Um, Overwatch has been taking up way too much of my time again. Um, so you, um, you can still get really good uh, money for that in CEX. I'd probably sell that and get tired. <laughs> um, got a new character, mate, Sombra, who is oh, great. As soon as soon as as soon as everyone fucking stops playing her and playing her badly and gets the fuck off her, then I can start like smashing ass with her because she's. What's the stuff be about player the game where she can hack player the game or something? I haven't seen that. that Apparently, if she gets a... play of a game, it starts showing someone else's play, and then it sort of c- she cuts in. I think uh, it's right. her. It must just be a like a fun way because I haven't actually got play of the game with her yet, so because <laughs> I haven't been able <laughs> to did. use like everyone just ru- like you know rushes to her, so you never even get to pick her, and then they don't know how to use her. It's fucking irritating. So in a couple of weeks, they'll stop doing that, and I can actually start doing stuff with her. But she's like, if you ever played, do you ever play Team Fortress Two? Uh, I haven't actually. I, I mean, I tried it a couple of times, but I do. Uh, yeah, I, I played get into way it. too much of that. Like, yeah, eight hundred hours of that fucking thing. So that's why I like Overwatch so much. But the spy in that is the closest to her, and he was my best character. So she's like a really hyper mobile version of him. She's really good. She's really fun to use as well. You can go invisible and sprint, and she can throw a beacon that she can teleport wherever it lands. You can teleport back to it at any time. Uh, well, I think you you have like a window of like fifteen seconds before it resets, but so it just does two simple things. It just opens up loads of like ways of playing her in in smart and devious ways. And I've been doing when I have a chance to play, I've been doing some fun shit. Like I'll throw a beacon behind someone, sort of get in their face, start shooting them, and they they sort of try and get on me, and I'll teleport behind them. Um, and then I'm shooting them in the back, and they don't, you know, and they have to try and react to them before they've got chance of cloaked and run off again. And it's all that kind of stuff. Like you can really, you can really fuck about with people if you use her well. She's really fun. So that's taken up way too much of my time. I've been trying to replay Bloodborne um, for a certain half-speed podcast. Um, <laughs> oh dear. A... Are they doing? Are they doing one? Are they? Yeah, yeah. Um, so. Um, and that's that's been like it's still brilliant, still fucking love that game. I I think it. I just won't get into it now because I'll be I'll be chatting on there. But um, I honestly think it's just edges out Dark Souls as the best Souls game. Really? Wow! I still think I... that shit, yeah. especially with the Fuck. DLC. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do think that. I, I was going to say, I, like, I was going to ask you, what's your sort of? How do you rank them? Yeah, Bloodborne, then Dark Souls. Then, then three, and then demons, and then Dark Souls two. Yeah, that's what that, I think. That's it. I mean, I, I've seen a lot of people that would say even demons would 
top everything, but uh, it, I don't know it how just legitimate doesn't. It's, it's not like it, it's it's my first one. I can see how people still love it the most because it was the first one and it was my first one. But it isn't. It's not as good. It's just not like it's not as good as Dark Souls. It, it isn't. <laughs> um, it's different. It's rough, but and and I do like that sort of rough game that is that's got you know diamond in the rough sort of thing like. Uh, if you ever played Tenchu or the old Hitmon games, you know, rough as arseholes, but like really good at the same time. But yeah, Dark Souls made it the business. But yeah, so I've been playing that. It has been, I've been, I've been using a different build. I usually use like dexterity builds where I'm using like a heavy build. And it's been kind of fucking me off because the bosses that I usually breeze through have been giving me shit and, and it's been getting really annoyed. Um, but uh, it is still, it's even though like there's been times where I've gone, do you know what, this, no, this game, I was wrong. This game was shit. I'm fucking deleting this after this try. Like, when I'm not pissed off at it like that, it is clearly the best Souls game. But only wow. just. Um, what else have I played? Ah, and then I decided to grab Thumper earlier so I could talk about something. Um, is it, what, uh, yeah, again, shit with names. Thumper's the, the rhythm action thing, right? Yes, it is, yeah. I have got to play this properly at some point. I really enjoyed what I played at Matt's. Uh, admittedly, it was all in VR, so maybe that clouded my judgment a bit. I don't think it it did. Nah, I, nah. Yeah, I, I I stuck the headphones in, and it's just as intense. It's just as, well, I say I haven't done it in VR, but it is very intense. You just stick your headphones in and watch it and play it like that. It is God, just the sounds involved. It's just so good. It's I mean, it's basically like uh, what's his face audio surf, isn't it? But with one lane. And it's just kind of relentless, but really, a lot of rhythm action games are get you know when they get hard, they're very sort of complicated, and there's lots of different bits to press, and they're very fast. Whereas this is, you you're moving, you're you're the little, your little beetle guy who runs flies down the track is moving really fast, but everything's really sort of slow and and bumpy, and um, it made me think. I don't think well, I'm, I'm not like a authority on rhythm action games or anything but i don't i can't think of another rhythm action game that's gone down this kind of like industrial metal kind of you know um like intentionally slightly unpleasant music sort of route i can't no one's done that before really as far as no, i know I've, I, I i can't think of a game that sort of takes that that stance with it it's usually you know poppy or dancey or even rocky sort of music yeah. you know what i mean yeah and it's and it makes it really stand out i think it's brilliant i think it's like i think more people should be talking about it because it's it is really cool and really unique in its style and and you feel like you get, i've got through a, like three of the levels now the three of the stages that is you know through to the emboss sort of thing and it's getting really mad they've only introduced like a couple of things per um new stage but it gets absolutely frantic well whilst at the same time being that kind of still that slow thump thudding sort of style where you have to hit those notes and they all thud and then you scrape around the corners but there's still not that many elements but it manages to feel really frantic without having to put like six thousand notes on the screen you have to catch it's really yeah i think it's really really good a really interesting really smart game and i think more people should have a go or at least talk about it because it's fucking good. I said it, it, it from what I played of it, it reminded me that the rhythm action game that it reminded me of the most of was the 
odd one out level in uh, Gitaru Man, you know, the drum and bass shark level. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. It sort of really felt like that because it was the kind of thing where you were playing it and thinking, this is impossible. How is this even done? And then it feels like the sort of thing, like I must have tried that level in Gitaru Man about a million times before <laughs> I fucking nailed it. But even now, I think I could go and just nail it again first time because mm. it was one of those things that sort of stuck with me and I kind of felt I knew that level inside and out by the time I'd had it beat. Um, and it feels like Fumper would be quite similar. Is uh, yeah. You'll struggle with it until you've got it and then once you've got it, you've got it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like and it the feels good when you got it because the the positive feedback on hitting the notes right and hitting the... You know, get because it's hitting the notes right, and then getting the perfect on the notes, and there's certain extra motions you can add in to get the the best score. You know, and that sends boom, like sends pulses down the track, and things fucking boom, vibrate through bassy. And once you, when you nail a track like that all the way through, you just feel like yeah, <laughs> yeah, come on, yeah, come on, come on, you can, <laughs> what you got now? <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's a weird feeling for a uh, rhythm action game, but uh, mm. yeah, I, I remember dropping the pad and just chucking it when when uh, yes. when I'd finished that that drummer bass level in um, in Guitar Room, Man. Like it was, it felt like I'd really earned it, <laughs> you know, <Yeah. laughs> a virtual maybe... achievement. And then slowly the fog fades around you, and you're just sat in the front room on your own, yeah, empty pizza box. And, uh, who are you going to tell? The girlfriend doesn't care. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even uh, I didn't even um, attempt to tell Joe about Area Rex. <laughs> like I can't. Joe, I got, uh, I got S. I got S rank. Actually, it's really difficult. <laughs> yeah. Get out. Uh, yeah, I made that mistake when I scored a really good goal in I think it was FIFA once and called Joe in. I said no, but watch. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I don't. I don't do that anymore. Every now and then I do. I play a game that looks absolutely incredible. I did it with Rapture actually, where I went. Look at that. That's impressive, isn't it? And she sort of looks at it and despises me. I could see her despising me a little bit more. If <laughs> this was The Sims, there'd be a little heart like sort of bar just go down slightly. <laughs> you know, little yeah, negative frowny points. face in a bubble. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, no, um, that was a bad, bad interaction. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, right. Okay. So that's, uh, that's what we've been playing this week. Uh, should we do a few emails uh, and get out of here, James? Yeah, we could do that. Um, okay, so if you want to email us... Why do you do that every time? Every I'm time I start to do that, you're just like, start laughing. Why? You just get us in the mood. That. You really get us in the mood for the, yeah, for the email section with that. That yeah, time. That I time could do is. that. Yeah, we could do that. It is, it is usually because it's, um, it's usually because it's like nearly 12 o'clock by the time we get to this. So it's like, yeah. We, we it's only past we 11. Could... Yeah, ain't that late. Come on. Is that time I was watching you stream uh, Destiny and then... Barley was in charge of turning off the stream. He just went, uh, I'm going to turn this off now, so uh, see you then. <laughs> the charisma and that was his, man. his big sign-off. Uh, just imagine him he... like he'd been a news reporter in the field, you know. And we're now going over to Farley. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the fr- yeah. front line. He's like, uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, cheers for that. It's, um, couple, a couple of bombs went off and... Um, pretty loud. All right, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a leg over there, but I'm not sure. <laughs> I want to see him. Like, how would he fare in the world of wrestling, Gary? 
What, like wrestling commentary? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you're going to take down Hulk Hogan at SummerSlam this <sighs> year? Yeah, I mean, yeah, <sighs> thinking about it. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> thinking. Probably do that, yeah. Probably um, some sort of arm lock. I think I don't, I don't think he likes those. That'll, uh, that'll hurt him a bit. <laughs> James, you are right, mate? Sorry, what? I wasn't listening. What's, what's happened? <laughs> Just read an email. For fuck's Hello, sake. Lance. With the emergence of the PS4 Pro, it is looking ever likely that some software houses will integrate graphical options for users to choose from. Modes such as 4K locked at 30 frames per second, high frame 1080p 60 frames per second, and enhanced visuals 30 frames... This is really ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to anyway. say, the, this combination of frames per second chat and your voice, but I can't. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm fading. This... I'm sorry. Do you, do you want to read this, Gary? Because I, I, you know, James, if you can no, do it James, better, you can read it. Just finish okay. it off, mate. Is this taking things too far for console gaming? If I wanted a custom experience, uh, surely I'd already be playing on a PC. What are your thoughts? Uh, Keep up the good work, etc. Yeah, see, this worries me as well, because one of the things that that really puts me off PC gaming is optimising things that I don't want to optimise. I I know what my brain is like and I know how I will be constantly tweaking things and fucking around with settings and stuff to make things work and it I'll never be satisfied with how things are things will it sort of highlights the fact that like if if there's a section where some frames drop I'll instantly quit out and right okay what can I do to stop that happening and then I'll load it back in and the texture's not quite as good as they were because I've switched the settings a bit and I'll be like right how can I sort of balance this to work and I just know I'll be a nightmare I haven't got the brain to sort of be satisfied with anything um, and the more this is introduced to console gaming the kind of the more worried I'm getting about it all like I'm not sure if this is where I want things to go um, it depends how in your face that stuff is. I mean, if it boots up and at the start it says, look, what do you care about? Resolution or frame rate or something like that, fine. Then I, I could probably cope with that. But if there are sliders involved, James, if there are sliders, I'm in trouble. <laughs> I'm in trouble. Um, yeah. how, how about you, James? Because I don't think you're that obsessed with this sort of stuff, right? No, I don't really care that much, actually. I mean, because the thing is for this is if you've got a PS4 Pro and you've got like a 4K TV, then surely it will just do whatever's best, you know, like with that. I thought that's, that's the whole the, point that's of what this. he's saying. I don't think it is that. I mean, I mean, whatever's best, there are several options that you could like. If you want the best resolution, then fine, but you're going to take a hit on other things. If you want the best frames per second, then fine, but they're, they're, it's going to have to drop you know, other bits and pieces. I think that's the that, point. Are there that many options, though? I've, I don't remember seeing this kind of thing in games like much at all, like this well, idea that you can choose this stuff. Yeah, in console gaming, it, it, it tends to be like a sim- simple tick box. Do you want to lock the frames per second at 30, or do you are you okay with it jumping from 60 to like slightly lower and stuff like that? I've seen stuff like that in console gaming. I've completely ignored any options. I've just gone with what the default was. Um, with this stuff, it sounds a little bit more in depth. Um, I know there are several options for the new uh, for Rise of the Tomb Raider on PS4. Um, I just, I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to react to that until it's sat in front of me. Um, I don't know how I'm going to f- like Gary. You're more of a PC gamer, I think. Are you? No. Only a tiny, like a tiny, tiny bit. I certainly don't get involved in all that shite. Um, 
but, but think, does this stuff bother you at all? To, I think the PS4 PS4 Pro maybe they are trying to bring that sort of PC gamer slider tweaky stuff to people who don't have it usually playing console. I think maybe they're sort of trying to introduce it as a thing, you know, because so, as you say, like you sort of get a bit obsessed with it. So I think maybe people will start to, if they start to plant that seed in their minds of like, oh, well, I'm just going to offset the frame rate against this. I'm going to turn off the volumetric fog and I'm going to do this and that. Then maybe that'll sort of get them into the mindset of wanting to buy sort of further upgrades if they want to go down this sort of incremental route like every two years bring out you know ps4 pro 2 or whatever that they if you start offering that kind of thing then it'll get console gamers thinking like that so then they'll think oh i want that incremental upgrade i want the next sort of you know extra gig of ram and maybe that's what they're thinking maybe they're sort of trying to engender that in console gamers i'd love to know how um how this affects developers as well like how you know, currently games have to be optimized to run at the best performance on for the specific hardware. Mm. And how much of that is now them just going, ah, oh, the frame rate's a bit choppy, but fuck it, let's just put it. They'll they can lower the slider to make that better. Um, yeah, you know, do you know what I mean? It, you know, I kind of like the fact that the game has been worked on to run as well as it can on the hardware. And adding these options does that allow them to have an out with that sort of stuff? Maybe, uh, yeah. Uh, um, and also, I think the other thing is that you know that all games are now required to have a pro version. Um, that's right. Uh, you think people are just going to go? Devs are just going to go? Let's just not put fog in this, even though we probably can, and just put fog in the pro one. Then there you go. You got fog in this one. If you want fog, <laughs> you knock, you knock yourself out. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's going to be people that resent the fact that they they have to fucking do that now. So they're just going to. Go, let's just give them, let's just give them some fog or shit, some shit. Yeah, I, 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 I wish there wasn't. That. Yeah, I wish there wasn't some sort of requirement there. Um, you know, I reckon that I, I wish it was more of an optional thing. Um, mm. I don't feel like every new game has to sort of take full advantage of of the PS4 Pro stuff. Um, and even if I owned a PS4 Pro, I don't think I'd be that bothered about games that didn't have it. You know, as long as they still ran as well on the PS4 Pro as they did in the PS3 and then it had that maybe even if the, the you know the 4K upscaling was a standard then fine but uh yeah. I don't know it, yeah it's going to be a tricky one and it's not something I can really answer until I've I've played on a PS4 Pro for a little bit uh, to get sort of full full understanding on it, how it's affecting what I'm trying to experience but I don't know yeah. weird one um next question I noticed this next email James should have really gone in the uh in the follow-up section, but you know, I won't, I won't ever go at you too much. Yeah, Matt's in charge of that, so yeah, <laughs> God. Uh, he's not here. Um, firstly, okay, so this is, um, it says I regularly listen to chat very good as well as Midnight Resistance. Um, so this is feedback for the last show. Uh, firstly, I thought Tamor was a lot more reserved than he is when he's on chat very good. He seemed like he was taking, uh, talking in a slightly more serious tone than normal. <laughs> this could have been because he was keen to be elsewhere, though. Sean, for me, did a perfectly good job of being a show host. Perhaps that made it sound a little more like a midnight resistance because he was steering the podcast a bit more. I was also quite relieved to hear Dave's opinion on Everybody's Gone to the Rapture last week. There we go. I, I thought I must be missing <laughs> something when I found myself not enjoying it. It seemed to me like a world packed full of detail, but very little you can interact with. It also made my PS4 sound like a jet engine. 
I thought it was nice the way you could see the lighting on the ground change as if the clouds were rolling across the sky. But when you look up the sky, the clouds don't move at all. Which leads me to my question. Have you ever been able to enjoy a game, but for a really dumb reason? Oh, sorry, not enjoy a game, but for a really dumb reason. Um, yeah, I mean, there's things yeah. that have irritated me in games that, that, that have put me off. But I, I, you know, if they are dumb reasons, I, I find it really easy to put them to the back of my mind. Um, it's funny you mentioned that, the, you know, the watching the light move in the game, because it, I don't know if my copy of the game on PS4, what did you play on, Gary? PS4? Uh, PS4. Yeah. You know when the shadows move through the tree? Did they sort of move in? Like, were they really jarry the shadows? When they they kind of move in pieces. Yeah, they go. D- 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 yeah, yeah, I that was irritating the fuck out of me. I, I was just like, this looks awful. It did. It does the same in um, Forza Horizon Two. If you park up and you watch the tree, it does it like bit by bit. It, like it sort of jolts. Um and. I, that's a little bit more acceptable than that because they're not expecting people to park up. They're actually expecting people to be driving at like 200 <laughs> miles an hour. So fine. Um, in this, I was just walking across a field at half a mile an hour like you do in that game. And all of a sudden, it was just like the world was just glitching the fuck out. It was weird. You should um, do um, like a Forza, Forza walking simulator where you're in like a really super, super high-powered million dollar car but you have to go at two miles an hour just <laughs> yeah. like looking at stuff out the window just your arm hanging the, out the window just listening the to dialogue you see that when you when you're driving around like uh expensive places in london you see people in a ferrari stuck in traffic next to you and you're just like yeah fuck you <laughs> <laughs> um, or you just have to like circle around ikea really slowly listening to arguments with families yeah. probably <laughs> In, yeah. in like a Subaru Impreza, just like that. <laughs> yeah. Loading their Tesco bags into their tiny boot. <laughs> um, I, uh, I, I'm, I find it very, very easy to put little niggly things like that in games that I like to the back of my mind. It does not bother me at all. Like I was surprisingly um, able to deal with the fact. I don't like the fact that in Titanfall Two, when you jump in your Titan, it goes into third person, but. I haven't even focused on that since playing it. I find it really easy to put that sort of stuff to the back of my mind. It doesn't bother me anymore. Um, so no, I don't fall into that category really. Yeah, How about I you actually, guys? I'll probably do the other way around. I like, I quite like. I'm quite um, likely to overlook quite a big thing in a game that's annoying me if there's something good in it in the center. Like, because talking about like rough games around the edges. Do you ever play Tenchu? No. That was. It was before Metal Gear Solid One, and like a ninja stealth. Have you heard of it? Um, I no, not really. I think th- if I saw the cover, I'd recognise it. I reckon, but it was a PS One stealth, like assassination game, where the the key was to wander around these kind of. It was set in feudal Japan, uh, old old times, and you were a ninja, and you and you'd plan you you plan your sort of plan your attack, you had a grappling hook, you could go along the roofs and you drop down, assassinate a guy and like and and escape without being seen. And that was the whole that was the whole deal. So it was just basically Metal Gear Solid but set in Feudal Japan. Although it came out first, so I guess Metal Gear Solid was was the was the imitator there. But it was really like satisfying, but it was totally rough as arseholes. I mean, it was so hard to land exactly on people's heads and shit, and you had to get it just right, or you'd just kind of swing just past them and everyone would see you, like, what the fuck's he doing? And then you'd 
have to start again if you want a good score and, and all this kind of stuff. And people would see you through walls and, you know, it was rough. But it was I still really still one of my favourite games, even though I had all these problems, because it was just so interesting and different at the time. So uh, yeah, I'd probably go the other way on that. I actually overlook quite big things and still can still enjoy a game, which I don't know whether that's good or not. But how about you, James? Um, yeah, I I kind of I don't I had the same kind of thing. I I usually just put things. I mean, one of my favourite games of all time is obviously Shenmue, and that's got the most of. Yeah, that's got terrible dialogue in places, but you just, yeah, you just put it to your back of your mind, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think there's anything that's really stopped me playing something if I wanted to. Yeah, no, weird. I think it's just a mindset, isn't it? And I I totally understand why people would get caught up on that sort of shit. I'm not saying that you're doing anything wrong. Um, just that it doesn't really affect me like it does some people. Um, okay, cool. Any tweets? Yeah, we got a couple. Uh, we got. SMW says, um, did Sean ever finish inside? And he didn't. so No, he didn't. This is still not going to be a spoiler cast. Really? That's insane, isn't it, Gary? Fucking hell, Sean. Yeah, it's it's great. Oh. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing. Too popular. That's a brilliant game. Really. <laughs> it's so popular, that game. I don't like it. Um, <laughs> it comes like a classic impression. It's good. He needs help. He needs help, the lad. Okay. Robotic Monkey says, uh, do I need to play Titanfall in order to get the most out of Titanfall 2? Absolutely not. Um, no. It's, I mean, the, the story is is one of the weakest points in that game anyway. So, uh, in terms of story, no. In terms of gameplay, no, they've changed it enough for you to, like, f- for it to feel very different. So, no. Is the answer to that question. He also says, is Matt playing Dark Souls yet? And that's a no. Again, no. And, like, although I'm frustrated that he's not playing Dark Souls, like, he's really intimidated by the difficulty in that game, right? That's his main thing. He's freaking out. And I know that he can complete that game. And we all do. Anyone that's completed Dark Souls knows that Matt is more than capable enough to finish it, you know? Um but I do like this idea of him playing through the full Mass Effect series before the next one comes out. Um, I want him to do that. So, uh, yeah, maybe Dark Souls has to take a back seat for a little bit. You should, uh, if you if you hurt him for that, you should watch uh, Richie Morgan, uh, who's playing through it on Twitch, who is uh, one of the Scottish Games Mafia, uh, sort of elderly, <laughs> elderly gentleman, as far as the people who are in, who are in the in the games media go. Um, and he is he is crawling his way through it, and it's it's really it's fucking hilarious. You should, Where's you he up to? Get on that. What's that? Sorry, he's up to. Um, he's just <laughs> he spent two hours getting to uh, getting around and finally beating the uh, butterfly. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> and he was absolutely just oh god, excruciating to watch. There was one there was one episode where he um he was doing a fat roll. He had too much equipped on him, and and the chat were telling him to get, like just like drop some stuff and you'll you'll get lighter. But he mistook equip like items, just items in his inventory for equip load. So he thought it was like you know like oblivion or something. So he spent about ten minutes dropping everything in his inventory, while the whole chat was screaming at him, Richie, no, your fucking equip load, just take take your shield off. He was just dropping every single like bit of leather pants he picked up and every item, all his potions and shit. And then he finally he bothered to read the chat and he was like, "Ah, oh, 
Oh no! And then he's had to just pick everything back up again. <laughs> it's just twenty minutes of Twitch of people screaming at an old man just telling him he's doing shit wrong. See, uh, as I've referenced it, I've referenced it a hundred times. But Jeff Green playing that game, uh, yeah, Matt, you can do that. <laughs> Jeff Green did it. Um, he's still <laughs> my favorite. His um, Dark Souls stream was still easily my favorite. I, I loved I every second that of that. Oh, I'll send you some videos. It's wonderful. He's sort of like a a sort of elder statesman of uh, video games yeah. journalism. And um, he, I mean, a bit of a spoiler, but there you go. He uh, he was in tears at the end once he completed it. Like, And it was wow. wonderful to see. And what was even better is as he was having this extremely emotional moment of completing this game in front of all these people that followed him while he was playing it, his wife told him to turn the computer off like you see her in the background having a pop in. <laughs> it was just wonderful. That's like, perfect. That's yeah. perfect. Very good. Um, it says it really says something about how fucking good and sort of important Dark Souls is this game that I've 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 seen I must have seen like three or four different sets of Twitch or YouTube videos or whatever of people playing it through start to finish. And of course there was Dark Calls as well. Of course. The, uh, another yeah, award winning uh, Dark Souls podcast. And that was amazing as well. And again, totally like even like that was a totally different way of listening to it as well. Just like listening to you talk about it after, equally as like amazing, fascinating to listen to, listen to, start to finish. And it's just like that's crazy. I can't think of any other game that I that I do that with. No, I totally that, agree. That would interest me like that. It's it's kind of mad, really. It's good. that that shows you it's got something like totally special. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. He'll get to it. I'm sure we'll bully him into it next year. But first, he's got Mass Effect <laughs> yeah. because I I can't wait to see him play through that stuff um cool okay next question okay come on hundreds says uh, after the huge success of the 20 pound for titanfall 2 tweet <laughs> what's your next genius strategy for promoting your brand um snapchat i'm all over snapchat now get on that um it's well i don't even know my snapchat i think it's drunken elmo on snapchat uh check that out i do not understand that system at all i don't understand the app I don't understand the point of it, but I'm willing to give it a go because John it can't is... be that hard, is it? It's totally different to anything I've ever used. Like everything seems way too complicated, and none of it makes sense. Like, and I, you know, you can't see how many followers you got. I don't think, and you can't see who's following you. It just makes no sense to me. It's just weird. You're just putting stuff out there, and you're getting like nine views of it. And it, it, I just, I know it's very early on. But and not many people in our sort of bubble use it. But uh, yeah, do not get the point of it yet. But we'll, <laughs> is it um, a bit tragic that we, if we start getting on Snapchat now at this stage when it's completely over, and we're just like, oh, let's have a look at this Snapchat. Well, lark. it is. I mean, there is that thing that it is. I mean, I'm in my thirties, and this has clearly <laughs> been picked up by the sort of by a different generation, and there's yeah. me trying to give it a go, but. Um, I don't know. I but I'm full, well, I just want to understand it more than anything else. So maybe that's not the point. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? The point is yeah. that I'm not supposed to understand it. It's complicated, so people like me don't understand it. Um, uh, it seems like a very young medium that um, you're very young social media form of social media. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, get me followed on that if you're a Snapchat. Uh, okay, let's do one more. Why do you hate to war? Says who is Atlas. 
I don't. I love Tamor. I want him to come on the show, but he's been in Japan, so that's the way that's gone this week. Do you, what do you think of Tamor, Gary? He's our Lord and Master and uh, a man of great wisdom. Good, right? Um, we've got not, uh, Matt's not here to do the uh, the the social media stuff, so, so let's just, not bother. Let's no, I want to just read what he's written down, like word for word. It says on iTunes, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and the rest. We're at Computer Game Pod on Twitter, and we're on Facebook, Twitch, you name it. <laughs> Why he's written it like that? <laughs> Click and point. New episodes go up weekly on our YouTube channel. Just search for us over there. Right, I don't know if he's put last week's up yet, actually, which is a shame because if he was going to come at me about that stuff, I was going to fire back with that. Um, email is thecomputergameshow at gmail.com. Feel free to email us about your opinions on the show, uh, stuff we've uh, said, and we'll bring it up on the follow-up section on next week's show. That's what it's there for. Um, thanks for living it. Uh, Gary, thanks for coming on the show again. Uh, it was great Cheers, to mate. have you on. And yeah. um, we'll see you all next week. Keep it the computer game show goodbye. Be skillful. Bye-bye. Fuck you, Gary. <laughs> Let him finish what he started. Coach, we have a chance to win. Damn straight we do. Come here. You practicing that triple deep? Yeah. Then you're all set. You may make it, you may not. But that doesn't matter, Charlie. What matters is that we're here. Look around. Whoever thought we'd make it this far? One, two, three, triple deep. Take your best shot. Believe in you, Charlie. Win or lose. Thanks, Coach. Go get him. complete horseshit.
But see, the thing is, is when I, when I first started playing it, I had the same kind of feelings where I was like, oh, you know, it's this again. I have nowhere to, no idea where to begin with this. It is, it's, it's not that great. It's, um, it's not a great story, I don't think. I just, yeah, because it was just like, look, there's some great ways to kill people, and I was, I was just bored of it by that stage. Thank you, Hans. I'm proud of you. 